welcome to the Transatlantic Theatre Podcast. I am uh, Oscar Reese Freeman, and my house is full of spiders. Uh, yes, that's that sounds that sounds horrible. Um, I'm Marcos I'm not Rodriguez, a good time. <laughs> and my house is full of cats. Uh, so, love, that sounds way better. <laughs> yeah, we have we have very opposite scenarios here. <laughs> yeah, I literally like can't even go in my backyard right now. You, oh my god, that many spiders! Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh my god, you know what I was oh, thinking? And about? They're all fucking big too. I was just yeah, thinking, cool. oh, they're all big. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I was thinking, I was thinking about this a second ago. But uh, do you have any pets? I don't. You gotta get yourself a cat, man. I do. They're so cool. My parents have a cat. I know they have a cat, but you gotta get yourself a cat. Yeah, well, I just go and visit them and chill with their cat for a day. You, know? you know what I asked my wife? So, so my wife grew up, you know, obviously living in her parents' house, um, mm-hmm. and her parents always had a dog. But when you grow up with your family in their house with that dog, that dog is sort of your dog. Yeah. Um. So when you move out and your parents get a new dog. It's weird because that dog's no longer your dog. It's just your parents' dog. <laughs> so I asked her, was like, is that kind of weird? <laughs> but we had a discussion some time ago. She was like, hey, if my parents ever died, we, we have to take care of their dog. And I was like, yeah, of course, because she loves their yeah. new dog. She's uh, mm-hmm. she's really sweet, big freaking, uh, what is she? She's a, she's like a, a lab mixed with a, what's it called, with a mastiff. So she's like. Okay. really thick she's like a really thick strong muscular <laughs> lab <laughs> yeah no i need she's a i need a pet yeah you do you should get a cat cats are really cool yeah but uh i need a place that'll allow me to have a, what? Have a pet they don't so. allow you um uh, well some yeah it's a long story <laughs> that sucks i'll explain a little bit later <laughs> All right. When you're older. Ah, when I'm older, of course. I, yeah. Sometimes I just don't understand the inner workings of yeah, you adulthood. Know. Yeah. You really don't. All right. So uh, we accidentally watched another Jesus film. <laughs> hey, but this one was pretty good. This one was. I got a little worried at first. I was like, "Is this going to be super Jesusy?" And it was like, "It's kind of not." I I mean, it kind of <laughs> is, but it's it's good. It's in a good way. Yeah, it's it's definitely. A good Jesus thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was thinking too after what? watching this. I was like, oh, you know what? I should, I should fucking fuck with Reese and make my next suggestion. God's not dead. God. Oh, fucking hell. And then God's not no. dead too. <laughs> I I would never watch that film. I I know it'd be really funny to do a re- review on it. <laughs> should do it for like December. Oh, Christ's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Um. But yeah, I I just thought it was like, because it is weird to think about that like thirty years after that shit happened, people were like really into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really, they really. I guess they could. They really um, felt for him, you know, because he he became a martyr, and that's that's usually yeah. what happens when you make someone a martyr. They gain a following really quickly. Hmm. Also, I didn't look into it, but is that why the Vatican is where it is? Is because they killed Peter on that hill? Oh, no, no fucking clue. No clue. Okay. I mean, it's possible, yeah. but you you never really know for sure when it comes to that stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like you don't really know, but at the same time... I don't know, it's I'm, it's, it's kind of confusing, because, like, this is a time period where, every, where you know... 
people say we're not really sure exactly what happened because we can only theorize. Yeah. And I'm like, but it was like 2,000 years ago. It's not that long ago. Yeah, that's true. 2,000 years ago, not that long ago, and people didn't write shit down. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Confusing. Um, I think I think uh, it's safe to say that it probably probably was mm -hmm. where he was crucified. I didn't even know he was crucified. I was. Just... I think you. I mean, you have to die in the name of like christ to become a saint so it yeah. doesn't have to be crucifixion but yeah but according to this he was crucified i didn't even know he was crucified yeah i had no yeah. idea that's how he died no clue but um... uh shows how much i know about shit <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you wanna you wanna just dive into it sure uh yeah it, so the vatican obelisk was originally taken by caligula from Egypt, and and then the area became yeah a site of martyrdom for many Christians after the great fire in Rome, um, where Saint Peter was crucified upside down afterward. So there you go. So that's why the Vatican is like considered a holy place. See, that's the thing that bothers me about the Bible is that there's a lot of shit in there is really historically accurate, and then and <laughs> that's then, what bothers you. Yeah, because okay, listen, I'm not done. <laughs> Okay. There's a lot of stuff in there that's really historically accurate, but then they got shit like, oh, it turned people to salt, pillars of salt, and it's like, okay, come on, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, shit, how It's much... like, uh, what's it called? It's it's like any conspiracy theory, you've got to have grains of truth, you know? Yeah, well, it's like any good historical fiction, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't, uh, like, in a thousand years, you think they're going to look at Assassin's Creed and be like, oh, wow... Dante was a real guy, and you know, in, like, <laughs> in, they in, might. In, who right? fucking knows? But you never know. There might be people who take it. But it's just really good historical fiction. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's basically what it is. Yeah. yeah, not to piss off like a shit ton of people here, but yeah. no, I mean I don't care. They they understand. They believe what they believe, and they could do that. I, yeah. I'm not ragging on them. I'm just saying, like, uh, when it comes to historical accuracy, it, it just I don't know how much of it is true because I don't actually do the research. Yeah. So I. No, I always fair. take everything in the Bible with a grain of salt because I'm not an expert on the history. Yeah. So I don't want to say, oh, yeah, I mean, if it's in the Bible, it has to be true. It's like, no. Then it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look at it like that, but I'm also not an expert, so. Yeah. yeah. So first off, I want to start by saying this movie at first was really impressive with how much they, like, made it really clear that she was just, like, fucked off by this guy. Mm -hmm. And then she just ends up with him anyway. So that pissed me off. Well... Yeah, she did the stupid girl thing. Yeah. But at first I was like, wow, this movie's really just sticking to the fact that he's been a real creep. Yeah, And this he was is all really asshole. not good. He was terrible. Yeah, he like, was. And then they just rewarded him. Uh-huh, they did. I mean, he changed He changed his colors in the end, but Jesus Christ, it took found a while. Jesus. <laughs> I thought that, I don't know why I laughed so hard in the scene where, like, in the end scene where they're in the circus. Yeah. And he goes... Christ. Christ. <laughs> and I was like, and I like, the thing is, he said it like in like a appealing to, yeah. to Jesus kind of way, but it like, did, yeah. it was just sounded like he was just like, oh, Christ. Yeah, he was like, a bull. <laughs> Christ, give him strength. And then, yeah. The man broke a bull's neck in half. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that scene, um, there's a lot of spots that didn't really look like a fake bull. <laughs> no. No, it was not a fake bull. That that was a, that was a stunt man, a really big stunt man doing a really damn good job. 
Um, yeah. And that poor bull was probably being abused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can see it was a stunt guy because, like, there was that those awkward scenes where suddenly they were, like, blue-screened in. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> but when he had his hands, when he had his hands on the bull's face, mm-hmm. you can't fake all that saliva they had dripping out of that yeah. bull's mouth. Like, that was messed up. Well, you kind of could. But I still kind of, I'm, I'm a little worried that there's a chance they didn't recreate no, it. And that was just a bull that they fucked off. No, I'm positive that was real because you could see his legs and everything like that still moving yeah. and twitching. Like, that's not, that's not was... easily faked. We've seen yeah. what fake shit looks like from the 1950s. <laughs> that's not fake. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. They probably But I would say it was a pretty, bull. outside of being pretty, it was, you know, quite long. And there's definitely, I, I could have done with them making shorter or just getting rid of like the entire sermon that happened what do you talk like when like they that... went to the cave and yeah Peter's it just, sermon? Felt, just felt like it went on for a while um yeah i mean that's one of the preachy parts but i mean this movie yeah. is about like technically it's about that that is what the movie is about that's why mm-hmm. it's um but yeah so it's 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 basically about christians and their sacrifice in rome or whatever during this time and what they went through um they tie in this love story really well i think um and i thought that was impressive because uh, the love story didn't feel like it was like okay uh, for example what was the last movie we watched um uh Caligula, ben, no ben hur sorry i meant to oh the last no no Decent. So the last one was, oh, the last decent movie. Okay, yeah, then, yeah it was Ben Hur, <laughs> not Caligula. Um, <laughs> the the last decent movie we watched was Ben Hur, and the Jesus stuff in that movie felt so forced and it felt so unnatural. If, yeah. If they took all the Jesus stuff out of that, I think it would be a better movie. Uh, this movie felt both these stories felt like they intertwined really well, and it went really in, and it was really good in my opinion. Like um the way that their love story and all that was kind of tied into it because like you know i don't think this love story was was real i think it was probably mm. uh, a work of fiction but i thought it was done well enough that i could believe that it was real okay yeah well that was kind of cool and i really I'm kind of searching through the, the fun facts to see if they say anything about the bull dying <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think the bull actually died but um i really uh, i really liked um uh nero who they got to play as nero <laughs> Yeah, it was weird, but I, I dug it. it. Was perfect. I thought it was absolutely yeah. perfect. And um, what was his name? Pon. Pont. Um. Pontius or something like that. Let me let me try. It was Pontius. He was my favorite. Oh yeah, he was everyone. definitely the best of the of the film. Yeah, he was absolutely great. Petronius. Petronius, yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. I made the joke. I was like, expecto Petronius, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my wife when I was watching it. Um, no, but, he was definitely, like, he was great. Yeah, he, and was, I, he was my favorite. Like, he did that, like, double entendre shit just so funny. Oh, dude, he was great. Uh, yeah, another yeah. thing I liked about this movie is that they had their comedic breaks done really well in yeah. this movie. It didn't feel like awkwardly forced comedic character it was like all our characters had their moments of wittiness which i kind of like yeah um and i thought that was really good i just really enjoyed this movie watching it you know i don't know yeah it was cool i did too yeah and i didn't even feel like 
you know, it didn't feel like they were really preaching too hard to me until obviously Peter came into the picture, and then mm. it kind of got a little preachy, miracle-y, you know? Got a little preachy. <laughs> Look at that tree that's not flowing in the wind! You know, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening right now? And then, like, yeah, the, the like, I don't understand what they're trying to say with, like, the uh, shepherd's hook with, like, flowers on it. It was like, yeah, if you leave anything out in the wilderness, dude, it's just gonna... It's just... Get... It's a miracle. It's gonna get consumed Reese. by the by the world. No, it's a miracle. What are you What are you talking about, Reese? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it was just to be like a miracle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I enjoyed myself. the The main actor, what's his name? Robert Taylor. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. He. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He was he very weird. Yeah, I didn't really he care looks, for him. He looks like he should have. He looks like he belongs in a western. He had yeah 100%. a constant furrowed brow, just like yeah that thousand yard stare that like doesn't look like it belonged in this movie. No, and uh, yeah, he and yeah. he like oh, actually, was he? No, but um, no, he he just he definitely looked like the like gunslingy kind of western western like kind of thing yeah like or, i like, think western, i probably would have western. enjoyed him a lot more in a western film um in this movie though i thought he was kind of weak same thing with mm-hmm. his uh you know co-star deborah kerr she yeah. was really quite weak well as well i liked her until the point where she suddenly just stopped like not hating him yeah i and did I was like okay. yeah i gotta say i did like that she was actually wise to his really creepy i'm gonna buy you and i'm gonna rape yeah. you kind of vibe yeah you know? he's basically like when he bought her and then she still was like no he's like well fucking get home and prepare yourself bitch exactly and it took him getting knocked out and the christians like showing him kindness still for him to be like all right whatever fine you broke my spirit <laughs> yeah yeah but uh that's what they had to do just to get him to not be rapey and then even after that he was still like you know i don't really want to believe in your god that i mean to be fair that part of the movie pissed me off a little bit where he was like i i get a hundred percent what he was saying he was like mm-hmm. i mean like why the fuck do i need to believe him like i'm, I'm fucking telling you I'm, I'm i don't give a shit like like i'm gonna I'll support up, you yeah yeah i'll support you i'll be there for you i'm i don't have to believe in your things to like still be like you know uh, try, try and uh, so, yeah, support you, and like I'll put shit up in the house, and we'll put this, and we'll mm-hmm. do everything, and we're we do all these things. I'll do all these things nice for you. And she was like, "No, you have to believe in it." And I was like, "This is why you don't well, date religious." No, people. she <laughs> said that God is also in her heart, and that's mm-hmm. when he went off. That's when he was like, "No, you're not allowed to have God in your heart. You have to only have me in your heart." And yeah, that's okay, when he that got thing. crazy on her. She was okay yeah. with him. She thought, okay, in time, maybe he'll come around. So she was willing to go with him. But the second he was like, oh, no, you can't have God. You can't have another man in your heart. Because he was looking at it like that. Because um, he didn't understand. Yeah. So, and because of that, he got all weird and crazy. And he was like, no, you, you have to push him out of your heart. It can only be me, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's because he felt that, you know, she was the only one in his heart. So, you know, he just didn't understand. It was like a miscommunication thing going on. And I thought they yeah. I thought they showed that pretty well in there. Like this, this misunderstanding between the the two of them, and and his frustration because he's a 
silly, stupid, rapey man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hats off to this movie for not doing blackface and having an actual Jewish version. That was great. Oh, yeah, that was great, actually. Yeah. Do I was like, wow, this movie, did, before all the other ones, was like, no, it's fine. Well, why wouldn't we just put a Jewish guy there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool, actually. And it was nice. But, uh... <clears throat> I don't know, was the guy who played Peter, was he Jewish? I don't know, I don't know. I mean, he looked, uh... He had a big nose. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. Do you want me to leave that in? <laughs> I don't care. It's a joke. I have a big nose, you know? I'm not Jewish, but I have a big nose. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so the guy who played uh, Peter was also in Ben-Hur. Was he? Yeah, he was Balthazar. I don't even recall. Is he, wait, the was guy who was like guy? the older guy who was super into Jesus. Oh, oh, okay. The guy who I was, thought he looked familiar. He probably wasn't in it for very long then. I think he had a maximum 15 minutes screen time. What, in this movie? No, or in, the in Ben-Hur. One? Oh, no, I feel like he was in Ben-Hur quite a bit. Really? I don't even recall. Like I said, all the Jesus stuff was really just kind of... Yeah. I didn't think was necessary in Ben-Hur. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Apparently the uh, bath scene is uh, incredibly accurate. Wait, which bath scene? Uh, the, so the bath scene where, like, they're just... They had that, like, boomerang, and they were just, like, scraping shit off his arms. Boomerang? In which, which movie? Did you not know? In, like, the first scene where he gets back and they're taking a bath. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the big fucking giant. And he giant. sees the giant, yeah. Yeah, and you just... There's that, like, slave who's just, like, taking a boomerang and, like, peeling his... Like, and just scraping his arms. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Okay. Well, apparently, the Romans didn't have soap uh-huh. or towels. Yeah. So, uh, back in the day, they would just pour oil on their skin and then use this like curved thing to just like scrape the oil and dirt off your skin but it also uh slightly removed you know the outer layer of the skin which which gave you you know better blood flow and stimulated like your your new cells their skin must have been amazing who knows because oil that's that's really good for your skin first of all really yeah it keeps it hydrated and everything like that Mm -hmm. soap can be quite damaging to your skin yeah. Yeah. So, oil and oil-based uh, product like that would be would be really really good. And their skin must have been like glowing. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, you know what they used to do? That's gross though. In those bathhouses, um, you know where everyone would take a shit in those public restrooms. Yeah. Uh, they used to all just share a rag on a stick for wiping. It was like a public oh. rag on a stick, yeah. And I think they just, would share it. They would share it, yeah, and then they would they would How? rinse it off after each use. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty nasty, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. But hey, at least they wiped, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's better than nothing. Yeah, but they would share it. Uh huh. Yeah. In another fucking weird fun fact that I'm looking at on IMDb right now, uh, Petronius apparently yeah. took a week to kill himself in real life. <laughs> wow. Wow, he would a... he slid his wrists, bled a little bit, bound them up, and then went and had friends come over and had some food and drank and you know woke up the next day and did it again. I really like Petronius, man. I even like his death <laughs> scene. His death scene was so like, damn, that is a fuck you to the goddamn. Yeah. And then the scene where he's like, oh my only friend, and then he starts reading it. <laughs> that was really. He even gets he goes so dramatic to get the vase for his tears. And then he uh, he reads the note, and then he gets, and then he just like kill all of his everything. Uh, I, I, I did like scene. the uh, the the scene where he's like, 
they're like, oh, sing for us. And he's like, oh, I, I don't have anything prepared. I'm just going to have to come up with it on the spot. And then just sang the song that yeah. he sang earlier. I mean, it was a setup like on purpose. Yeah, because he, yeah. Uh, he was composing it earlier for that night. But he wanted to be dramatic about it because he's a dramatic yeah. guy. Um, and he even had to say, oh, but my wife, she has a headache. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing to cure it was me singing. <laughs> Oh, it's so fucking dumb. I like how they... I, lo- I loved when it. he died, mm-hmm. that he accidentally hit the fucking, like, guitar thing, and oh. it fell off, and you could hear it going... Oh, I didn't hear that. Dang it. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. But, uh, you know what I do like, though? I like how they tied in his weird singing uh, thing in with the fire of Rome. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting... And how they made it almost like Petronius was kind of a... You know, accidentally might have incited that by his manipulation to stay yeah. in his king's favor. I kind of, yeah. yeah. I did kind of like that because it made it a little bit more interesting than... Because the second, like... Well, you could see the obviously Nero's famous for the fire of Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, I was like, oh, they're probably going to put it in. I didn't realize... I kind of thought Nero wasn't going to be this much of a part of the film. Considering... That when we googled films that had Nero, yeah, in it, like you would this think movie this didn't come, come up, <laughs> but this movie had a lot of fucking Nero. In He's it. a massive part of the film, so much so that like I really liked his character. I did. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought he was great. Um, I thought it was really funny, and I think you know it's even funnier. This seems to be the running theme of Roman emperors uh, in movies. Besides, everyone who isn't Caesar, <laughs> yeah, is aloof and dumb. And just like manipulated by their council, whereas Caesar, yeah. whenever he's depicted, is the only one who kind of runs everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that that was just the case when it comes to. And by of, Caesar, uh, I mean Julius Caesar. I know everyone. Yeah, no, I know you after mean. Caesar yeah. was like Caesar. <laughs> but I, I feel like that is just the case of like when you have uh, a heretical like kind of monarchy. Yeah. That, that it was yeah. you tend to have like yeah the the people around them you know are unqualified kind of the, yeah, they... the ones kind of in charge while yeah. they just pretend that the guy in charge is in charge so yeah. that he feels good about himself yeah yeah i could see that it's almost like uh it's almost like some of the presidencies we have mm, interesting. Mm, political yeah this get political did you hear about that strike that drone strike? strike i don't know how much you hear over there uh, oh the drone strike yeah, the i think meant like a uh, like a strike as in like uh, no like, like a worker strike yeah strike. no yeah. uh people did go on strike though for nabisco so mm. yeah they've, they've shut down like multiple factories it's a huge strike like massive um workers not getting paid living wages shit like that <clears throat> yeah so you know but yeah i did hear about the drone you're talking about the drone strike yeah, in yeah. afghanistan yeah yeah did you hear about that yeah, I did. What yeah. did you hear from up. from yeah over there from in the UK? Like, where did I hear? From? No, what did Probably... you hear? Like, oh, just that a drone strike happened and it killed some civilians. Yeah, it killed only innocent civilians. Yeah, it only killed. Yeah, it was like basically just they hit the wrong spot. It was they their suspicions were wrong. Yeah, and you know so it's it's a weird thing when it comes to blame for these situations because in order mm. to order a drone strike there's a lot of processes that have to happen yeah. um but the way that it's looking is that everything is kind of going back on the policy 
because the way that they're supposed to be doing their counterterrorism right now over there mm-hmm. is written as mostly uh, surveillance through drones. Yeah. So without getting someone actually on the ground, without someone getting eyes on and confirming, they're just going based off of like 90% surveillance from a drone. And that can only get okay. you so much. That only sees you one perspective from the sky. Yeah. And I think you should do a lot more than that if you're going to end some people's lives in another country. Yeah. So it was it's a tragedy. Uh, they killed 10 people, seven of which were children. Um, and yeah, it was, it was real fucking sad. But yeah, so a lot of people are pointing to the policy being the issue. The Yeah. Yeah, their, their order of operation. Because if that general or whatever officer authorized it, if he went by the book, the book, the book is what's wrong. Is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there needs to be some, needs there needs to be some stuff. But uh, yeah, I imagine some people are going to be losing some rank for that. That's real sad. Really? Yeah, of course. I mean. Okay. But that's I mean, the thing. If they went by the book, it, it's kind of it's it's a shitty cop out. But at the end of the day, if they went by the book, people are going to want something though. And in order okay. to satisfy the public, they need to they need to say something like that. They yeah, can't not punish right. someone. Chances are it's going to be someone higher up rather than someone lower down the line. Yeah. If their leaders are any good, it would be someone yeah. higher up. Yeah. It, it was a while ago, though. So shouldn't it something like that would have happened already? Um, I, I don't know. I think I I only heard about it like this week, earlier this week. And really? UCMJ proceedings and trials kind of took a little bit. So I don't know. Okay, but uh, um, I, I mean, it could be that I'm just thinking that I saw it sooner. Maybe I don't know. I I only learned about it recently. Or, and... Yeah, earlier ago. Yeah, I don't know. It's time's weird now. <laughs> you know, who fucking knows? Yeah, weeks go by and I'm just confused. <laughs> but right. such is life. Tell me about your tell me about your favorite part of this movie. Was it was it when he wrestled the bull? <laughs> I mean, it was a good scene, <laughs> and it was interesting. First off, I just want to say, at this point, um, do you think you'd be happy if you went the rest of your life never seeing a fucking Roman outfit ever again? <laughs> um, actually, after watching this one, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't mind. After the other two, I yeah, I don't want to yeah. watch anymore. But after this one, I I can go for another. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's a movie about the fucking war of the like. Three emperors, something like that. It's basically after this, Nero kills himself, and then like a bunch of people started declaring themselves emperor. Oh, really? And it it went messy. I can imagine. I can imagine that will get messy. But uh, yeah, with the people revolting and the burning of Rome, I could imagine there's going to be a huge and then power vacuum happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, I can imagine there was a lot of craziness going on, and then Christianity coming up. Yeah, so it was it was called the Year of the Four Emperors. Wow, that sounds crazy. Apparently, uh, it was Galba, Otho, Vitilius, and Vespasian, who all can, like just said, "No, actually, I'm the emperor." Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow, ridiculous. Yeah. But no, I think we could give Roman movies a rest for now. <clears throat> we How dare you? I mean, we don't have to follow up on that. I mean, whatever movie is made following those guys cannot be that good it, can't, it just can't be that no. sounds like too no. many characters to do well that's it's literally game of thrones <laughs> yeah at that point yeah but um 
Yeah, so I, I got I got something else to suggest. But anyways, uh, you didn't tell me your favorite part, did you? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, don't actually. I feel like my favorite part was was like just kind of the beginning, like not like necessarily a scene, but just the beginning where she was just like hating him so much i don't know why i liked it i just thought it was really refreshing yeah it was and then it just it what made it it's what made me upset that it changed mm-hmm. it's just because obviously yeah I, I kind of i was like oh cool we're gonna she's gonna fucking hate him yeah i love this yeah um but instead it ended up being no she uh she fell for him but what about the weird so like i really liked petronius's character right but I absolutely hated the weird Stockholm Syndrome slave he had. Yeah, the no, that was Spanish weird. Stockholm one. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And what was up with, like, the fucking... Yeah, why why that woman just, like, really wanted to fuck uh, uh, the main character's name? I've actually forgotten now. Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember his name either. But you're talking, like, the... You're talking about the emperor? Or the Yeah, Empress? the emperor's wife. The empress, yeah. Who's just, like, super into the other guy she well she just heard he was attractive and wanted to see for herself and then she thought he yeah. was attractive and the queen was like all right well i'm gonna get what i want to get so <laughs> it was it's marcus vicinius marcus how did i forget Vicinius, that's right yeah. um yeah and also they had those weird like i don't know why i thought it was cool in the first scene but like as it kept reoccurring i was like okay this is getting a little old of the like the little the little, like magnifying glasses they had that were colored. oh they're ruby and emerald little yeah. yeah I don't I didn't understand that because like you would think the queen would be using the green one because she's envious of the girl but she wasn't she was using the ruby one which meant I don't know she was she wasn't anger? angry yeah it normally means angry anger or yeah she was just like angry because she didn't get to have him but she didn't feel anger when she was looking through yeah, it. No, so it was definitely a, envy. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. So I don't yeah, know. I felt like that could have been done a little better. <laughs> yeah, the first scene where it happened, I was like, that's cool. And as it kept coming up, I was like, is this supposed to mean something? It doesn't mean anything. I don't think it means yeah. anything. It, it just gives the camera a reason to do some type of perspective shot. Yeah. Um, and they did do a couple of nice shots with the cameras and this moving around yeah. and going up and down. They did they did a little bit. They had they had one of those yeah. things, you know, where the camera moves up and down on the massive freaking looks like a like a crane arm or something. And they yeah. wanted to use it. <laughs> I just I really I don't know why I found it so funny when that guy was on the cross and he was like just talking shit about the emperor and then he just got whipped in the face and passed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. I don't know. I like it. Ha- the second he got hit in the face, I just started laughing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you know, it's probably terrible. But yeah, I was gonna say my my favorite scene is probably almost literally every scene with Petronius because mm-hmm. all of his scenes, he had so much wit. He delivered his mm-hmm. lines so well, um, and I, he was just my favorite character to watch. Everything he said, I was enthralled on how he was saying it. Because you, yeah. you were constantly like, oh, what's he going to get away with saying this time to the dumbass king? Yeah. And uh, some of the shit, you were just like, wow. Yeah, because there's that scene that. where uh, he says something and then like one of the other advisors like leans over to his friend. He's like, well, Petronius is gone now. Exactly, because it was about, uh, he was talking about his song. Yeah. And he was saying how, uh, no, it is, it, it's, it's actually not worthy of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And he said, because it is the to the likes of Homer, <laughs> but you are much greater. You are a god. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was yeah. They they went really hard on the whole like calling him the divine like all the time. Uh, yeah, but. I mean, isn't that what they did? Because, like, if we look at... Uh, guess, yeah. If we looked at the other movies we watched, they were really very much, like, you're a god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they they did, yeah. It was definitely <clears throat> very much like that. Because, um, like, yeah, Cla- uh, Caligula was declared himself a god. Yeah. Augustus declared himself a god. Yeah. So I would just so only assume that, you know, uh, Tiberius also did, and so did uh Well, if they want if they want to be called Caesar, they got to be a god. Mm-hmm. The way it works. They got to be the son but of it's Jupiter. Weird. It is yeah. weird. It's very weird. It's very Egyptian, and um, it's weird. Yeah, because it's just. I'm just trying to think. Like, obviously, it's different time, mm-hmm. different culture. But just imagine if somebody was just like, "Oh, President Biden's a god now." Oh, I'd be no. like, "What?" No, 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 no. If somebody said that about any president, I would, I would immediately join the group that's like anti government let's assassinate the president <laughs> let's not put that on <laughs> i don't care <laughs> he, listen he didn't declare himself a god so i don't have to i don't have to be worried you hear that joe just just don't call yourself a god you'll be fine nah he's he's not a god he will uh i don't even think he's gonna be running a second term we'll see really <clears throat> i mean he's old dude he's really old he is old he already is the and... oldest president yeah and it's yeah yeah it's already looking like it's taking a toll i think it is yeah i mean he's already done technically two terms one is vice and this one now is is regular but i think he just doesn't have the ability to to lead properly right now like i don't think he can make sound decisions uh at this stage in his life i think he needs to just retire you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah so i think we need I i just think we need younger people in Congress, no, okay. younger people in the White House, you know, we just need people well, who, who. Who do you think would step up for the for the Dems in twenty twenty four? Then Jesus, I don't know. I think it's going to be a while before what's her name the what's the Hispanic chick's name? AOC. Yeah, I think it's going to be a while before AOC does that, but I have a feeling yeah. she will in the future. Oh, sometime in her life, she's going to run for president. I have no like... doubt. Yeah. Oh, that fucking dress of hers, man. What? I haven't seen I hate her so much. I really do hate her. I mean, there's a lot of people who hate her, so I mean, she's a very polarizing person, which isn't exactly good. showed up to the Met Gala, Uh where it's like fucking ten grand a table. Oh my god, okay. So she's obviously paid to go there. Yeah. In like this fucking extravagant dress that Mm -hmm. says tax the rich on the back. Well, that's ironic. Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) really? That's really. very You're going to go to literally one of the most, like, uh, you know, exclusive dinners and events every year. Well, you know, it's full funny. of There's Elon a... Musk yeah. and fucking, you know, all these incredibly rich people, including yourself, who's incredibly rich. And you're going to sh- show up with a fucking dress that says tax the rich. You know, that does make sense. It's, I mean, it's supposed to be ironic at that point. It's supposed to be, and it's also using the fact that, you know, she is wealthy. It's 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 using that fact to show that, you know, okay, yeah, I'm going to go here that not normally poor people can get into, and I'm going to make a statement or whatever. <clears throat> so, I mean, if anyone was going to do it, she's probably one of the only people who could do that. Um, it just, I just, it just felt really hypocritical. 
No, it's supposed to be ironic. It's supposed to be. It. Come on, dude. There's no me. way she was not aware. No way. I know. No, I don't <laughs> think that maybe she wasn't aware. Yeah. I just think still isn't the best option. <laughs> I I think she is pretty polarizing, and uh, mm. she does a lot of controversial things like that. She's very outspoken for sure, um, mm. and does a lot of shit like that. Um, and I think that's going to get her a lot of brownie points with a lot of people. But uh, I I just think we've had enough of polarization for a little bit. I think we need, just need to bring the country together, at yeah. least find a common ground. Like enough of this extremism, you know. We've 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 had it for a while, and it kind of caused the problem. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean that I have to just suddenly go. Oh, I guess I like everything she does now. No, no, I'm saying she's the issue, not you. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. I'm saying that uh, we need a leader who's going to do their best to to try to find a common ground with both sides and bring people yeah. closer together versus spreading them further apart by doing dramatic things like that. Yeah. yeah. Someone who just goes, no, you're wrong, fuck you. Exactly. We don't need that. That's, like we, that. we had yeah. that. We've had enough of that. And we had issues with that. And it's done nothing but, like, literally almost... I've had I've had many conversations with people thinking like yeah we're probably gonna have another civil war people shouldn't be having that conversation yeah they, they that should really not be something shouldn't. that people are like maybe that's gonna happen yeah but that was legit a conversation I was having with people um, yeah I was having that conversation with people too man yeah it's crazy it's like that shouldn't be happening if that's happening there's too much polarization there needs yeah. to be some common ground direct, like brought in we need someone who's gonna try their absolute hardest to unite. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, um, it's just a question of whether or not we can we can get to that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It. We'll see. It might be a couple. Might be a couple years. Uh, but um, yeah, I have no doubt in my mind she's probably going to run later on in her life. Maybe you know in the next fifteen years or so, she might do it. Maybe in the next ten. But uh, we'll see how her career goes. <laughs> Yeah, that, I don't know when a, it'll be, but it'll definitely happen. She's I would be, a, I would be yeah. shocked if it never happened. She's a fun one that the, the Republicans like to point out and make comments about. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just think we need to have some more younger people with, with perspectives that are of the current times, <laughs> you know, making decisions or, or having more say in it. Because we got all these old people who were literally alive back when segregation was a thing. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Fuck, yeah that's a good point i never even thought of that yeah yeah that's crazy my coworker. that's crazy think about it. yeah my coworker went to a segregated school and he's only wow. 65 literally well, like all of congress is older than him <laughs> yeah not all well a lot a lot of congress the majority is, is either his amount. age yeah. yeah is either his age or older yeah, yeah. they're yeah, in their yeah. 60s which is like segregation <laughs> Yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because, yeah, people don't realize how, like, not that long ago it was. Yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't. And, and, you know, as much as they say, you know, oh, they've they've obviously moved past it and they learned better, you know, they grew up the way that they grew up. They grew up knowing, yeah. thinking it was okay, thinking that, thinking whatever their thoughts were about it. And it's very possible that a lot of those people still feel like, you know, well, back in my day, it was okay, but, you know, I can't yeah. today because, you know, the public wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you have people changing their changing their views outwardly in order to gain or maintain 
the level of support that they have, but in reality don't feel that way. You know, and I think that's that's why I don't like politics though, so it's all like that. You don't like politics. No, Reese, who the fuck likes politics? You have to be I mean... a you have to be a freaking what's it called? A masochist <laughs> to like politics. Why'd you have to be a masochist to like politics? Because it's like it's so corrupt. It's so terrible. I mean like yes. I mean it's, it's terrible. Imp- it's yeah. important. It's so important. It's yeah. extremely important, but it's a freaking huge pain in the ass <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where it's like everyone needs to care about it but also it's just shit <laughs> yeah there's just too much room there for people to abuse the system it's like mm-hmm. even with all the checks and balances they have it's still so easy because <laughs> in the end it comes down to votes and people's opinions and that could easily be swayed oh, any yeah. which way people's opinions are never a good idea no that's just like how it works but yeah it's crazy it's crazy that's why you saw rome go through so much trouble during their political times <laughs> yeah it is crazy uh i'm glad that i don't hear as often now about like i i remember when i was a lot younger everyone was always like oh the the u.s is is basically repeating the fall of rome and i was like no it's not it's what not. They were? People used to say that all the time. Like, I feel like when I was growing up, everyone would always be like, oh, if you look at history, uh, the United States is, is following the same path that Rome did. Oh, people love saying um, shit like that. Yeah. Just makes them feel cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is important to, to look at the history and, and make sure it doesn't repeat. As we've done over these past four weeks, you know? Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. That's what we've been trying to do, is just really understand our history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like... <laughs> It can't be repeating it because it's like so dramatically different. Yeah, it'd be very difficult to repeat the fall of Rome. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very difficult. It's like saying, "Oh, the Holocaust is going to repeat in America." That's going to be very difficult to repeat. Yeah, but you did hear people comparing that stuff when Trump was in presidency, and it's like, yeah. okay, I understand comparing him to like a dictator. Uh, a possible dictator trying to assume control, but that's very hard to to repeat in our country. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, well, I was going to say in modern times, but you never know. No, no. Countries, the, yeah. China, dude, China is terrifying. Yeah, no, it kind of is. It's By absolutely... Way, starting to learn Chinese. <laughs> dude, I was telling my wife about the situation in China because a lot of Americans don't really yeah. know. Um, yeah about the amount of surveillance and the amount of their their social uh credit score yeah and how every time you go to buy a soda you take a picture of yourself and you scan your face and it's all just it's crazy it is insane over there yeah i can't even imagine what that's like yeah i can't even imagine and the way that things are going too, that like we're still super heavy reliant on Chinese manufacturing and all that, and China's become such a freaking economy now that even the giants like Disney are bending to their will. That's terrifying to me. I'm really sad about yeah. that kind of stuff. It's 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 really it is quite quite concerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's one of those where nobody's looking to do anything about it. 
yeah. is the problem. Because they want to appease them. They want. Yeah. They still want China's market because they have literally like a quarter of the population of the planet still. Yeah. yeah. There's um, a documentary I watched a while back about an, uh, an artist from China. And he like obviously kind of is a bit outspoken against the government. Ooh, and like That's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. It was a documentary about how that went horrible. <laughs> and I think now, like, he, he said that he was always going to stay in China and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. just because Well, they he... loved China. They, they loved yeah. their country. He loved his country. Yeah. He loved his people. He yeah. wanted to just stop the system. But after, like, there he he got, like, suddenly he disappeared, and then he reappeared after, like, a week, and he was like, I can't talk about it. Goodbye. And then he escaped to Korea, I think he's in now. Well, it's like, did you hear all that shit around COVID? Like, all the recordings and shit about COVID and how the Chinese government was really doing their best to kind of hide that shit? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning where they were just like, no, it's fine, there's not a pandemic, everything's fine. Yeah, there was people who were secretly reporting on the situation, and then those people were disappearing. Yeah. It was crazy. I was listening to some of these uh, translated... Um, news, uh, not news recording, but reporter recordings and everything, and like they they were crazy, man. I was like, holy shit, how is this a thing? Um, but then there's that. The, I think a really famous one is you have you've. I'm sure everyone has seen these videos, um, but the story behind it is really interesting and sad. So you've seen the videos where like uh, you know it's like oh, uh, uh, traditional kung fu master versus mma guy and the the kung fu master gets his ass completely destroyed yeah so the guy who is the mma guy he he's a chinese guy this happens in china and um and china destroys his credit because they're saying he's uh making a mockery of china's history and heritage and so they ruin his credit he can't get a job he can't buy a house he can't do anything to live because everything there is based on credit yeah. And this is all just because he wanted to to disprove, like, hey, the, these are not valid forms of self-defense. You need to stop yeah. teaching that they are because they're not. They're just hurting people in the end. Um, and he's just trying to teach that. That's all he's trying to teach. And they see it as an attack on their culture. Um, and so they ruined that guy's life. He did, a, he did a video where he came out and he was, like, in tears because his life has fallen to shambles because the Chinese government was like, no, you're disrespecting. Are, Isn't it are, so bad as like you can't even get a train like a train ticket? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gets that controlling over the social. I don't know. Can you hear this cat purring? <laughs> now I can. Get out of here, dude. He's right on the mic. He's okay. so cute, dude. I love this cat so fucking much. We uh we rescued him and bottle fed him. He's adorable. Oh, that's yeah. cute. It's a little rascal. But anyway, yeah, like it's it's that bad to where your credit score prevents you from doing certain tasks like that you know yeah it's so insane and when i told my wife she was in shock a lot of people don't know how controlling it is because i was telling Mm -hmm. her like you know i don't like when people become a product or when we're controlled on that level when when all of our data is is tracked i like having the ability where if i wanted to i can completely just drop off the radar i like that yeah and that's one thing i really really respect about america is that i can do that um, I don't. I mean, I think you can and you can't in America these days. Yeah, why? Why do you say that? I think we're still at a point where we are quite forward enough in the future that, that I think the idea of completely dropping off the grid isn't entirely possible. I would say you're more likely to be able to get away with it in like Canada, just because it's so empty. 
Oh, yeah, but I mean, there's still a lot of unexplored wilderness in the United States, but, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, what Good I mostly Montana. mean by dropping off the grid is, is I mean, my digital footprint. Mm. Yeah, not, like, actually leaving a city and, like, vanishing into the wilderness, but, like, being able to cut my digital footprint completely off and like stop sharing data of myself and stop becoming a product for companies and like you know if i don't need to cut myself off from the electrical grid of my city and be self-sustaining in that fashion or mm -hmm. you know make sure i have well water and a proper um, sewage system for myself that i can self-service it for a long time without being hooked up to city sewer you know just not relying on these services that the city provides but that i can also rely on myself for my own things um which i am really going to be into when i finally build my own house because that's my dream right there man building yeah. my own house that's perfectly sustainable and i can just literally flip a switch and cut myself off from the city grid and just use my own stuff and be sustainable on my own stuff so your your goal in life is to um, make sure that you build your own sewage system. Well, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, what's it called? Um, oh God, what's the name of it? What's that thing that, that, God damn it, I forget the name of it. You have to maintain it by like draining it every now and then and, and, uh, mm -hmm. making sure you put, I can't remember the damn name of it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like a, oh, God damn it, I forget the goddamn name of it. But it's not building my own sewage system. It's just having a proper yeah. way to dispose of it and, and make sure that there's good drainage into somewhere. But, yeah, my point is is that I would like to be as off the grid as possible when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to exit into the wilderness or anything, but that would be cool every once in a while. Can I randomly just jump over to yeah. the movie real yeah, go quick? Yeah, go ahead. And go ahead. I, I was just rambling, how, really. Uh, yeah. That was fine. <laughs> um... The fucking scene where he was just like, oh, the women in Britain are just fucking, oh, they're disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> and I was like, they ouch, They geez. rub the fat on their skin. Yeah. And the lady. And then she was like, like, I mean, to be fair, it's cold. Like, they gotta keep warm. Exactly. He's like, yeah, but their warmth doesn't transfer as much as their stench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. That was funny. Also, I had to look up where the area that she was from, because, like, fucking. Oh, you're talking about I thought he was Lydia? just saying, like, yeah, Lygia. I thought he was saying Libya, like, really incorrectly. Oh, no, yeah, that's Lygia with a G. Yeah, apparently it's in Poland. Poland? Oh, she's a mm. she's a Polish. She's Miss Stangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Reese, remember, she's too narrow on the hip, so, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was just the weirdest fucking, like... Oh, oh, that was a great manipulation there. <laughs> no, it was a great manipulation, but it was just the fact that he kept saying it. He was just he, the guy who played Nero was so good yeah. at being socially awkward, yeah. unable to understand how any situation really works because he's clearly like yeah, just been this this kind of like you know sheltered, gotten everything he's ever wanted kind of person, mm -hmm. and he played that really well. Yeah. Wait, was Nero the uh, Caligula's uncle or whatever? No. No. Uh, Nero was would have been um, Claudius's adopted son, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go take a look. If I go to this one, because I still have some of the, these pages open. 
Um, so his mother married Claudius. So he was ad- the adopted son of Claudius. Hmm. So he was the adopted son of that weird guy at the end of fucking Caligula who, like, just, yeah. they just picked him up and threw a crown on and went, go. <laughs> yeah, see, because this guy, he's, like, a big, fat, like, weird dude. So I was like, oh, okay, that's just, like, uh, Claudius. And the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, are they, like, related? Is that their son? What is going on here? <laughs> well, well, okay. Where was he born? Interesting. Um... I was looking to see if Claude, because I because to be fair, he didn't that the that the ending of Caligula is not how Claudius got. No, 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 no. Uh, what's his name chose him as his successor. Yeah, yeah. and that that's what ruined the whole plan of uh, of uh, of the uh, Senate. Mm. They were all upset that he named it, and it ruined their assassination attempt because they were going to take power. Without an emperor, they were going to get rid of an emperor yeah. rule altogether and make it just like a, what would that be, just like a democracy kind of? Yeah, go back to the Roman Republic. Yeah, Roman Republic, yeah. Um, but because he named his successor, there was not much they could do. <laughs> they were like, shit. It was, I think the day before, on the day of the assassination, he named it. It was just like coincidental or some shit. Must have been the day before, because I think, if I remember correctly, the way that Caligula died was he, like, just woke up and he was, like, on his way to something and just got stabbed in an alleyway. He got shanked like prison rules, man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Prison-style bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, that, fuck, that reminds me. <laughs> that was not a good movie, man. Usual Suspects. Okay, so for those of you who don't okay. know, we're going to try to do yeah. a double... And Usual Suspects is gonna be the was gonna be the double. I always kind of wanted to watch it. I think I started it a long time ago, just watched the beginning but never finished it. Cause I normally like Kevin Spacey as an actor, and uh, you know it's really weird that Baldwin brother looks a lot like uh, what's his name from Drive. What? Uh, the guy from Drive. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. That Baldwin brother in that movie looks very similar to Ryan Gosling, except he looks like an unhinged, crazy Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Let me take a look. He looks so unhinged. <laughs> I didn't know that one of the... Uh, one of the Baldwin brothers were in it? One of the Baldwins were there? He's the lesser-known Baldwin. Oh, the creepy Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. the way lesser-known Baldwin. In that yeah, movie, he's... he looks like a weird, unhinged, crazy Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Kind of got I mean, I think that's got to be like a a pretty pretty big compliment to look like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, but he's like a weird, creepy, unhinged one. So I don't know. Yeah. Listen. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm seeing him in the. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, I was like, this dude looks like someone, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I saw the credits, and I was like, oh, he's a Baldwin brother. Okay. That makes sense. That's why he just looks vaguely familiar. Yeah, because they all kind of look very similar. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Um, well, the usual suspects suspects has an eight point five on what? IMDb. What? Does it really? It's not that good. Yeah. It's really not. It's like, I mean, it's it's weird because it it feels like a heist movie at first, and then it's mm-hmm. not a heist movie. It's kind of like a mystery, and then the ending is just the ending is not good. The ending's just so bad. The movie's not good movie's not good it, it does not deserve an 8.5 i give it like a six or a seven okay yeah. I mean, that's not that bad yeah but it's not 8.5 9 that's like 
8.5 is like better than an 8 but less than a 9 it's not that it's not that at all that's yeah. like super high remarks and like I said that was Kevin Spacey's like weakest weakest role it's so weak like you know what an 8.5 9 is to me what um fucking uh what's his name's first movie um god damn it you know Mr. Pink Mr. Green um, oh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Reservoir Dogs is like a 9, 8.5. And I only give it an 8.5 because it has some discrepancies in that Mexican showdown that fucking kills me. What do you mean? So, in the shoot-off, I watched the scene like five times because I needed to verify. In the Mexican <laughs> showdown at the end of the movie, um, spoilers for Reservoir Dogs, by the way, uh, everyone's pointing a gun at each other, right? Except for one guy. One guy mm-hmm. doesn't have a gun pointed at him, yet he dies. Okay. So, it pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. of that. And then I watched it five times. I was like, no. he di- Wait, hold on. I went and looked and I made sure. And I was like, he does not have a gun pointed at him. Why does he die? <laughs> but yeah. Um, that that bothers me about that film. <laughs> So I give it like an eight. Did you know that I'm just kind of clicking through all the Roman emperors? Did you know that like I'm on Gordon three? <laughs> Gordon Ramsay? No, he's just there was there was three emperors named Gord. Oh, sorry, it's Gordian. Gordian. Yeah. Like a Gordian. It's G O R D I A N. Gordian. Gordian. But there's been three of them so Gordian far. Gordian the third. And then the next one's Philip the Arab, which I think sounds kind of racist. If he's the emperor, let's not call him that. <laughs> Is he actually an Arab, though? Yeah. That's interesting. He was born in Arabia. So that's why they call him the Arab. Yeah, I guess, It's like yeah, Caligula, <laughs> Little Boots, because uh, he did his little dance. Um, so that's why he was called Caligula, and I guess this guy was just called the yeah. Arab. They really had interesting signs of respect for these guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who they're like what should we call our emperor right <laughs> let's call him a little bitch yeah but we'll still make sure to let him know that he's a god yeah um we st- and call him divine all the time we still have to give him the last name of caesar well it's, I, I don't think it's the last name of caesar it's, it's kind of just in there at some point i think normally oh i thought they just changed like their last name or something no, they they gave themselves a lot of times. I think like completely full new names. Hmm. Yeah. So this one, uh, his name, the uh, Philip the Arab. Hmm. Uh, his actual name was Marcus Julius Philippus, but then when he became the emperor, he became uh, Caesar Marcus Julius Philippus Augustus. Oh my God! Just have to add all of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gotta add more. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's like if every president was like, <laughs> uh, Washington Joe, uh, or no, George, George Joe Washington Biden or some shit. <laughs> Trump. Trump. No, no, we're not, we're not, we're not throwing that in there. We're, we're talking, um, we're talking about our first president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they did that, they do that with, um, British monarchy as well. Oh, do they? Like, they have, like, five names. Jesus Christ. And then they just go, we'll go with one of this ones. Like, we'll go, like, they did that with, um, King George VI. Mm-hmm. His, like, first name was Albert. Yeah. But 
they decided to make him because uh, they, yeah, they just went instead of being Albert the whatever, you'll be George the Six. Went up. <laughs> That's one of your names. It'll work. I guess. I guess. That's so weird, though. What, do they think like people are just gonna be like, oh, okay, <laughs> we like him now because his name is George. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. George, it tested better with focus groups. Yeah, right? It's fucking, we asked all the slaves, they all like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Except for the one that didn't. He's dead now. Yeah, except for the one that didn't. He's, uh, he's dead. (laughs) That was funny. But, um, yeah. Scale of 1 to 10. What do you think of Quo Vadis Domine? Yeah. Uh, This might be a bit, um, like, odd, I think, considering how much we've talked about and and said that we've sung a lot of its praises, Mm -hmm. but, like, 6.5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd give it about a... Out of the movies we've seen, I'd give it a 7. It's better. It's stronger than the other ones. Uh, Mm -hmm. The length isn't... It's not as long as the other ones. It didn't feel as long as it was, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel three. It, 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 there were certain scenes that I was like, maybe this could have been cut down. But like, yeah, um, yeah, it didn't feel three hours. And like I said, I liked how they tied in both of the stories into each other pretty well. It didn't mm-hmm. feel overly Jesus, and it didn't feel like a forced romance. It also didn't feel like uh, it was a forced Jesus in there, and it was really just yeah. a romance story. Which it, nothing felt forced. It felt like it all combined very well. The the writers because I mean to be fair. Job. That it did happen there. He did like uh, Nero did kill a bunch of Christians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's like, mm-hmm. like, like we said with uh, with the Bible, it's just good historical fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now you're gonna get in trouble, Reese. I wasn't the only one who said it. Yeah. Now you can no longer date a Christian girl. What are you gonna do? Damn. I know. That was my goal all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just to date a Christian girl. Hmm. Especially after this movie where she goes fucking like, no, you've got to, I, I have him in my heart. He's lovely. I want, I, I, I want know. two guys in me, in my heart. I mean, you know? Jesus. Yes. Jesus wow. too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, this is thing, I say Jesus all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I just, sometimes I forget the context of the conversation. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, God. You should just say Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I give it about a, give it about a seven as well. I, I enjoyed it. If you guys are in the mood to watch a Roman flick, with Roman flick, with a, uh, with a little bit of, you also kind of want to watch a Christian flick at the same time. Uh, I suggest this. I suggest it for sure. If you want, if you're feeling like watching a. A slightly religious movie you know if you have like if you have older religious parents and you're like i want to watch something kind of decent with them uh that they'll like this would be great for them yeah this plus they're great. older so they'll probably be like oh i remember back when films were like this well they would probably recognize day. the actor or actress yeah, or probably. Like that. yeah so they'll be like oh this is them from this movie and they'll name some obscure older movie and then you're like fuck now i have to watch that but and then they're like I remember seeing him 
at the the blah blah theater on this road <laughs> back in 1972 i think it was it was a reprint they were sh- and you're like oh this this story's already gone on too long <laughs> the, yeah, i remember seeing him at the oriental theater and it's like no it's the chinese theater oh i thought oriental i thought oriental was the political correct way to say it nowadays and it's like no that was never politically correct you always had the correct <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. It's like, uh, what is it? So in the South, some people think it's politically correct to say colored, and it's not. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Some people think it's politically correct to say colored, and it's like that is not. Why? <laughs> That's how they thought. So listen, growing up in the South, because mm-hmm. remember, uh-huh. I was talking about mm-hmm. people growing up, like the older people in Congress. This is how they think. Growing up, they thought that saying uh black or you know i'm gonna say a word here uh negro was inappropriate which it is um well not black today it's it's not but uh they thought the appropriate terminology was colored because that's how everything was written on there you know when they were trying to be more appropriate yeah instead of saying the other words um now Later on, obviously, that just became a kind of like an old word that was used during a time when we uh, segregated and treated people of color uh, less. So now when you say that, it kind of harkens back to that time. So it's definitely not politically correct now. Um, But there's a lot of people who don't know that. Like, obviously, it's older people, not younger people. But there's a lot of older people in the South who still say colored thinking it's politically correct. Um, yeah yeah it's funny because someone had said that in my shop right where I was working Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the black guys came up and we're like hey that's not that's not okay he was upset about that you know because he's like that's not politically correct that's not okay he took offense to it and understandably but um, yeah it's just interesting how some people thought it is still politically correct to say that I mean because of the fact that over here they just don't have like any exposure to this type of people mm-hmm. um i've met so many people in britain who think that it's not that, that it's fine to say red indian when referring to native americans from what? America. red indian i've yeah. never heard that that's before. what they used that's what they used to be called i've heard red indians. i've heard engines you know like a <laughs> no car. it's a yeah, because because Indian obviously means people from India. Yeah. And then when they like mis misnamed them when they came to the new you know the new world. Yeah. They just went well. They're just the Red Indians then. I guess, but like, Jesus, you ever think about that? They, like, we're not allowed to call them just Americans. <laughs> Literally, every other yeah. indigenous population is called like the name of their country, um, or like their continent or whatever, um. Except for, like, Americans. Because, like, all of the, you know, native tribes of America, North and South, basically just got, like, oh, no, nah, they're just, uh, <laughs> they're, they're just natives. They're not called yeah. anything. They're not called Americans. <laughs> <They're>, well, <laughs> it's so weird. In, in Australia, they call, the na- like, the original native population Aboriginals. Aborigines, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what does that mean? What is... What is just means the first people that were there oh well yeah but that's better than like indian red indian yeah. it's like just not 
Like, I just wish they had... I'm just going to double-check that. <laughs> I'm going to double-check that it actually... Yeah, a person of that is of the first of a First Nation. Oh. Yeah. But whenever we say the Aborigines, we reference specifically Australia, right? Yeah, most people, when they say Aboriginal, they're talking about Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard it Australia. used... Australia. I've never heard it used... <laughs> Other, otherwise so yeah but that's where like because like yeah people people think that there there are people who think that saying black is offensive yeah it's not anymore and then i was i felt like it's not it that was. it's not anymore it's that in a sense it it's it's never in my in my view i i don't think it's never really been offensive in the sense that like when you come to it's it's very american-centric focused yeah. What are you supposed to say if you're in Britain? Well, see, that's... You can't say African-American. Exactly. See, that's the thing, though, is that um, because it is American-focused, here, uh, saying black was uh, probably offensive for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess, but at the end of the day, over here, one of the things that also separates Britain and America is you can't just say people are Nigerian, Jamaican, you know... Uh, Haitian or 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 Somali like things like that so yeah they just actually have country of origin yeah exactly because a lot of people do have that or you would just say they're British but they are yeah you know what what would you say just they're, they're black British or whatever um I don't know I would just always refer to them as British they come at me with a British accent they start drinking tea and you know yeah but like that. how would you describe the guy bright. you wouldn't just say oh yeah it's the British guy over there you wouldn't say that. <laughs> you would say it's the black guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, wouldn't really be helpful in a real exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be helpful at all. Um, I don't know. I'd probably do that awkward white thing where I'd go, "That guy." Um, the, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're uh, saying. The, uh, the awkward white thing. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I've gotten more comfortable with it. Um, uh, at least being down in the south with a lot of uh, black coworkers. Um, mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it, but yeah, growing up, it felt like black was a was a bad word. It felt mm -hmm. like it wasn't appropriate. But what's weird is is that uh, so before saying African American was the correct way to say it, because I think back in the what shit since like since the seventies, there's been like off and on, uh, you know, uh, the black groups in america have been wanting to reconnect with their cultural heritage from back in africa well yeah. come into the 90s and after that and you have what the american with what the californian um chicanos were going through and that is a disconnect and a loss of heritage and they now started mm -hmm. having to create their own and understand that they have their own american heritage so there is yeah. no point in saying african-american because now they don't really associate themselves with africa at all so they're just hmm. americans so you know easier yeah. way to say or describe a person of that or uh, of a group would be uh black because obviously if you just say oh yeah that american over there you know that's not a very good descriptor <laughs> that red-blooded american so now you can it's, see he's uh, got a truck and yeah and and a flag and I don't know what I'm doing. So so now what I hear more often is is Black Americans. I hear that a yeah. lot more than I hear that a lot Americans. more now. Yeah. So and that makes that makes a lot more sense. I think uh, when it comes to representation and everything, because yeah, a lot of them don't connect to that heritage back in Africa because it's been they've been so far removed from that by now. You know. 
yeah. like the Mexicans in California, some of them. But in a sense, it is the most American thing you can do, because all I ever fucking hear from any white Americans is how they're actually Irish, even though they're not. <laughs> They've been removed for like 200 yeah. years or some crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. My, my grandpappy, my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandpappy <laughs> came over on the boat in, in 1692, and I'm like, then you're not... Irish, dude. No. You're, you're, just, you're just American. Yeah. Congrats. Hate to break it to you. They've mixed in with probably so many different cultures and shit that they are yeah. not just that anymore. It's like, but it's cool. You can have your, uh, you can pick and choose what you want, I guess. You know, what you want to be proud about. But uh, yeah. just don't, just don't bother people with it. <laughs> just don't bother people. <laughs> yeah, just don't, uh, don't go and be a weirdo and enforce that yeah. shit on anyone. Um, but it's just weird because like there's so many like you know a any other country you say like oh what are you they go I'm fucking British dude like what do you mean <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah you know what I got asked the other day which was really weird what? and it just reminded me how people oh god this cat just jumped on me with claws um, <laughs> how people kind of misuse a lot of words um, mm -hmm. and I think I think at one point asking it was the more polite way to say it but it was obviously misused but i had a guy ask me what my nationality was i knew what he was saying but it's like <laughs> my nationality is american <laughs> was he asking if you were mexican yes is that what you mean? yes okay. that's exactly see you know you know yeah but uh yeah you know what they mean by that they're, they're just not trying to say what race are you? Because I guess some people think that's a bit offensive or too forward to say. So yeah. saying what nationality are you is a lot more polite. When in reality, it's really not. Because you're assuming yeah, I'm not, not American if you have to ask what my nationality is. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was talking to this guy and he had like a, he had like a pretty, to be honest, it was, I didn't realize it at the time mm -hmm. until he mentioned like where he grew up, mm -hmm. that he just had like a really thick, like, uh, Orange County accent of like he he sounded like this all the time. Like, oh, it was like so su <laughs> super and like he talked like this like all the time. And oh, I was like, dude, I hate and so that. I was talking to him and I was like, oh, so where are you from? And I didn't even think about the fact that he wasn't white. And he was like, I'm from California. And I was like, yeah, I got that, dickhead. I'm asking where in California. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's how you know. It's funny. Gray has a bit of an Orange County accent, uh, yeah. Because she grew, she was, she grew up in Laguna, um, and oh my god, it's funny that she say that though, because hers isn't that thick, but that is yeah. that is horribly thick. It was pretty bad. Oh my god, it was, it was, it was thick. That's tell him not to travel outside of America, because then he makes all of us sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not speak to him anymore. Oh, so. Okay. Well, Jesus Christ. So. Wait, he had that accent, but what was his uh, what was his race, ethnicity? I don't fucking know. <laughs> because you said he wasn't a white dude. What was he? Yeah, he, I don't remember. I think he was like, um, I don't remember. I want to say, like, I don't know. Because you know what I'm like picturing in my head right now is like an Arab guy with like that freaking. I he I think he was he was. I don't know if he was Arabic Armenian? or if he was just around that area. He might have been Because there's a lot of Armenians. Uh, there's a lot in California. Yeah, in California. A lot of <laughs> Did I ever tell you that one time? <laughs> Wait, what? Um, this time I, I ran into... Uh, I was uh, in a pub. This is God knows how long ago now. And uh, this uh, Filipino guy starts talking to me. We're chatting and he's like, oh, so where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from California. Mm -hmm. And he was like, 
He's like, oh, I've got quite a lot of family there. And I was like, oh, where in? He's like, where else? Pasadena. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I was like, well, you can say that. I just can't. <laughs> there, I mean, there's a ton, a ton yeah. there. And I told you that's what But it was I, just uh, funny that even he, like, knew. Where else? Was like, yeah. it, he's like, I'm, it's a Filipino family. Where else are they going to live? <laughs> yeah, Pasadena. They want to integrate in the whitest uh, kind of higher-end neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's where my my great grandfather settled. So you know, yeah, yeah. and he was straight there from the go. Philippines. <laughs> yeah, um, and they kind of spread out a little bit from there, like uh, you know, yeah. the surrounding cities. It peters out. Yeah, like in uh, Monrovia, Co- Covina, West Covina. I'm sure there's a lot in West. Oh Covina. yeah, a lot of West Covina. Yeah, um, there's a lot in there. <clears throat> and then once you hit like Arcadia, that's when you start getting like Chinese, Japanese, Korean. <laughs> Yeah, you get those weird. other you get those other skin toned Asians. Um, wow. Hey, I can say that. I can say that. <laughs> can you? Yeah, I'm Asian. Yes. I guess. Like no, it's, like... it's so like me saying I'm Asian. Is yeah. Like, we it's... literally just had this conversation of it's kind of too far back. It's, it <laughs> is. It is too far back. But uh, I mean, I definitely look like an amalgamation. <laughs> yeah. I do look like a like I have a quarter of everything that I have is what I look like. Mostly, I would just say that you do look quite Spanish. Yeah, I mostly look more than anything. Well, I mostly look. I don't even wouldn't say Spanish because Spanish is way far back. My nose is more representative of native Mexican heritage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like uh, that very like the hard arch and the almost the point down. Um, yeah, is definitely more native than it is Spaniard. Hmm. Yeah, because it's uh my. My grandparents, you know, if you want to go all the way back to Spain, that's like way far back. I'm closer related to Philippines than I am Spain. I'll put it like that. It's just okay. possibly the genes carried through kind of a lot, but they're native to Texas, actually. My uh, grandfather, where I get the nose from, they're mm-hmm. natives of like Texas Hispanics and Mexicans and, and the natives there. So that's where that's from. But uh Yeah. I just look like an amalgamation. I got like the kind of olive skin tone which you get from Philippines, not really Mexican skin tone. Some Mexicans get like a really almost a reddish brown skin tone. I don't have that. Mm. It's more olive, so it's more yeah. Filipino in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I just, that's where I was saying that I'd say that it would be more Spanish looking. What the skin tone or the nose? Yeah, your skin tone. Yeah. No, no, the Spanish don't have olive skin tones, do they? Yeah, it's very Mediterranean. Oh, oh. I always looked at it as the Filipinos because I'm, like I said, I'm closer related to that than I am Spain. Yeah. No, I mean it's probably the the Filipino side. I just, I like I said. Oh, I oh, that's what you mean. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely the Filipino side. Because uh, my grandmother, you've seen my grandmother. She's dark. Yeah. She's Filipino yeah. dark. She has no <laughs> Spanish in her. It's it's Hispanic and Filipino. That's all she is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's where I get it. Get it from. My grandfather, my great grandfather, was really damn dark, like darker than me. Um, yeah, Philippines, straight from there. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I feel weird calling myself Asian. I'd rather just call myself Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really. That's Asian. why, like, I like I'm weird with like I don't like calling myself Native American at all. But you at least because... have like damn near fifty percent. It's about yeah, yeah. But I mean. 
don't know. I just feel like it's a weird thing because you to don't try look. Claim. You don't look it because I don't look it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the main thing. Let's be honest, dude. I saw I saw this video. So like, I still follow Bardock Obama on freaking uh, Facebook. Oh my god, <laughs> he's funny, I dude. Forgot about that page. He posts funny shit. He posted this Karen who he looked like she was at like a PTA meeting or something like that, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "I'm actually two point five percent." Nigerian, so that's right. I'm a sister, and I was like, "Oh, oh god!" No. It was so she did like the snap thing too. Oh god! Oh, I hate people like that. Even... What makes them think things like that are okay? Well, it's like what Jesus. makes them think it's okay is that she's two uh, <laughs> percent. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Obviously, God, did you even listen yeah. to what you said? <laughs> And the, now, now it's even worse because now, when she's sending money to the prince of Nigeria, she's actually helping out her cousin. So you know, she feels a bit more, yeah, a bit more uh, of a need to help out. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. She's she's sponsoring a child, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was it was terrible though. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> uh, some of the shitty posts though is so weird. I can't deal with watching Karen videos. They just cringe. I get cringy so much. Have you seen that Karen death metal video? Yeah, I can't do them. I think it's I hilarious. <laughs> oh god, they're so crazy. They really are. But no, it just it's just like I just get like second end cringe too much from it, oh, which really? is weird because like yeah yeah like I can watch if it's if it's like The Office or like something where it's I know it's scripted. I just don't I don't care. But the second it's real. Mm. I'm like, mm, no. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> scripted cringe to me is like worse because mm-hmm. with scripted cringe, you could take it to a much farther level of cringe than you can with like real life cringe. I feel like everybody meets a, a threshold unless they're on drugs. Everyone meets like a threshold where they realize, okay, I'm being too much right now. <laughs> Whereas with <laughs> scripted stuff, literally it's up to the writers how far they want to take it and the actors have to execute so like oh man especially with scripted cringe because you know it's going to happen in real life cringe i feel like you don't know what's going to happen next you don't know but with scripted cringe it's like oh fuck i know it's about to happen and i can't watch (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets me so there's only one episode of the office i can't watch really what what episode's that Uh, Scott's oh fuck it uh, just immediately started coming down with rain all of a sudden. Oh, um, Scott's tots is the one I can't do. Scott's tots. Yeah, I don't remember the that. one where he um he like promises all those kids that he's gonna pay for college. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Isn't that in the beginning? No, it's like season five. I want to say it's like toward the middle. No, I mean I thought it was just the beginning of an episode and then they left it. Like no, that. that's the whole. It's the whole episode. episode. Wow. That is the plot of the episode. That's so funny. I like that. I like that episode a lot, actually. It's really funny. I haven't seen it in a no, long I, time. No, I can't watch it. I forgot about that. A lot. There's, on, like, the How I Met Mother subreddit, there's, like, all this stuff about, like, episodes that people can't do. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's all, like everyone, like, kind of argues over which is the hardest, like, hardest episode to watch. And it's always between Scott's Tots, the chair model episode... Uh, uh, the one where he like sees a chair model in the magazine and he, he's like oh she's really cute and then <laughs> finds out she's died oh like yeah a year ago yeah <laughs> gets really sad and then he gets uh set up on a date with pam's landlord and like the reason people don't like the episode is because he sits there and like 
starts telling her about how attractive Jan was, mm. and then starts telling her that she's, like, not very attractive herself, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that he wouldn't go for her, and that she has a, like, what was, uh, like a, uh, a soothing motherly look to her. <laughs> and she's like, that's very offensive, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Dude, I remember that, yeah. Scott has those moments where he's just like yeah. the worst human on the planet yeah. and then he and then it comes back where he's like oh he's not that bad he's actually a good guy like when he supports pam and her art and all that mm-hmm. and, but then he does shit like that yeah. and it's like he's terrible well, I mean, he's, he's a person he you know nobody is consistent all the time but he's People like the have extreme bad moments good moments but he know? is extreme on his terrible situations <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. But that's just because TV shows. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, so not that we need to end the episode. Did you give your score? Or did you just agree with the 6? No, I gave, a, I gave it a 7, yeah. Oh, 7. Yeah, I gave okay. it about a 7. Um, uh, not that we have to end the episode here, but just, I'm just kind of curious because mm. you didn't tell me. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's next week's episode going to be? Oh, yeah. We're going to watch um, a movie called... Terrified. Bone Tomahawk. Okay. Have you seen that? Yep. I've not, but I've seen Brawl and Cell Block 99. Ah, uh, see, I was gonna... It's I, just as good. I was gonna mention Brawl and Cell Block 99, but I forgot the name of it. But I remember okay. Bone Tomahawk, so... Yeah. So I'm glad I, I suggested Bone Tomahawk then. Yeah. Have go. you seen uh, either? No, I haven't seen Brawl and Cell Block 99, no. But okay. I have heard have good things seen... about it. Bone Tomahawk? I have not seen Bone Tomahawk. No. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that like you've seen Bone Tomahawk. No, I haven't seen either of those films, okay. um, but I heard good things about it uh, via yeah. a comedy podcast I listen to. Um, they well, are... I, as yeah. far as I'm aware, it's violent as fuck. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> so was Brawl and Sublock 99, right? Yeah. yeah so. Brawl and Sublock 99 is very violent, yeah, these which are, is why I loved it. Yeah, these are like violent <laughs> movies, so... Um, but yeah, I'm really, really. But down. it's like funny violent. At least Brawl and Cellblock '99 was. Who knows what Bone Tom? It probably about. is going to be the same. I mean, it's got yeah. What's his name in it? Um, who's this actor? Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. He's he normally has a witty comedic side to him in everything yeah. he's in. Isn't he? He's been with like Goldie Hawn for like thirty fucking years. Isn't he? Is that who he's married to? He's. They're not married. He's just been with her. Yeah, they've just been together. Wow. I didn't Let me just that. double check. That's an interesting couple. Yeah, it's like one of those where you, see, when you hear it, you just go, "Oh, okay, yeah, sure, okay." Makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Kurt Russell. His spouse uh, was Susan Hubley from 1970. His partner is. Oh, that makes sense then. I guess he didn't want to marry again, which I can respect. He was originally married to someone. Season Hubley, but she died in 1983. Or, no, she didn't die. They just divorced, I guess, in 1983. I don't know. I have to look more into that. Um, but after that, he dated Goldie Hawn from 1983 to present. And, yeah. uh, I guess... Oh, no, I think she did die. Let me see. I'm just looking to see if I can find no, it. No, she's not. Fucking... She's not dead. She's alive. Yeah, she's she's still alive. <clears throat> I can't find anything on his fucking like on his Wikipedia. It literally says 
uh, there's a whole section that says John Carpenter and Goldie Hawn, and like everything on here is just about his work with John Carpenter and nothing about Goldie Hawn. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he married Susan Hubley, which is a weird name, mm-hmm. and then they got divorced yeah. in 1983. And I guess he was kind of one of the people who are like, no, I only want to get married once, you know. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That's respectable. And as long as your partner's cool with that, then you know, whatever. And so they've yeah. been together ever since. Uh, him and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? In 2003, Russell and Hawn moved to Vancouver, Canada so that their son could play hockey. <laughs> wow. I mean, if your son's really good at it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if he's really good. We'll never know. Well, I mean, that'd Maybe, be... Well, let's find out. That'd be a place it's, to this go. This is... Son have a Wikipedia. He does. There is a Wikipedia page for one of his kids because he's a former hockey player. When did he stop? Why did he stop? He stopped because he sucked. Or he ah, got injured. damn. Did he get injured? Twenty ten, he got a really bad injury. Yeah, I thought so. That's usually why yeah. those famous sports people's uh, stop. Yeah, that sucks. Because it looks like what was the last team he played for? And these are all right teams. The only Chicago Steels were the only one that I know, like offhand. You mean he didn't play for the Mighty Ducks? No. All right, I don't care about him then. Unless he played for the Mighty Ducks, I don't care. Do you know what pisses me off so much <laughs> is how much there's just like random. So first off, the fact that there's just every every store here has like fucking uh like shit for like California shit ever. Ever. It's always like, oh, Los Angeles, oh, um, di- like, uh, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, like, just written on t-shirts. Oh, oh, gotcha. And, like and people, like, t-shirts. buy them. No, yeah, like, tourist t-shirts, like, that just say, like, you know, it just goes, like, Sunset Strip. Yeah. And then, like, it's just a picture of, like, a road with the sun going down it. And I'm like, what's happening, sir? <laughs> like, why, why did you purchase that? And go, oh, that looks like a lovely shirt to wear. Um, but also... Everywhere I go, because there's a lot of, like, for some reason, a lot of Los Angeles-specific things, probably because of Hollywood, um, there's stuff for, there's, like, uh, Anaheim Ducks t-shirts everywhere. Really? Yeah, like the hockey team one. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Because they're not exactly a really good team or anything like that. Like, no, they're <laughs> not that great. Yeah. I certainly don't think so, because, uh, you know, I'm a Kings fan, but that's... Yeah, I like Kings as well. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think if you're going to be supporting a sport or group like that, I mean, it, it kind of helps to live in the area, or at least have lived in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> but, like, yeah, yeah, I just see it all the time, it just confuses me. I'm like, why the fuck is this here? <laughs> I don't know, man. People want to be touristy stuff, you know. I can. It probably wouldn't take me long to go find an "I Love New York" T-shirt somewhere around here. Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> it's a very common shirt that happens. It's a touristy shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, this guy, the fucking Wyatt Russell, so Kurt Russell's kid, mm-hmm. like has his Wikipedia page has everything we we're just discussing of like kind of ridiculous shit. What do you mean? <laughs> it says. He is German, English, Scottish, Irish, and Hungarian Jewish. Oh my god. It's like Hungarian or Jewish. Or he's just American. Very <laughs> specific uh right there. Hungarian Jewish. Don't forget it. Yeah, what is what is that line? Let's see. I mean there I know there are the like differences. There's like 
Um, I did, I only recently realized or found out um, that Yiddish is like not at all really that like similar to um, to Hebrew. Uh, you said it's not similar to Hebrew. It's not similar to Hebrew. You know what Yiddish is really similar to? Isn't it like a Central uh, Europe kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like super German. Yeah, I looked up with the origins of Yiddish. I think a little while ago, randomly, um, and yeah. I found out there's like uh, there's like sects of people teaching and learning Yiddish still. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time, it was passed on by relatives, parents, you know, all that stuff. Well, uh, people wanting to stay connected to that uh, have started teaching it to others and all that stuff, and, and it's really interesting. But yeah, I I knew it came from Central Europe, but I didn't understand exactly where because it's been a while since I've watched that whatever video yeah. I watched it on. Um, but I yeah yeah it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because basically it's, they they got to they they left Judea, mm-hmm. went to uh like germany german area mm-hmm. and then just kind of like they all s- learned german but then all really only spoke with each other so they have like a few hebrew words that are in there mm-hmm. but mostly the uh the words and the kind of structure the the grammar and all that is german mm-hmm. except it doesn't sound that much like german it sounds like hebrew because they don't they just kind of like it's just them kind of having like I, in a sense to begin with like a jewish accent to the german that just developed into being its own language well isn't it almost like uh like slang almost what yiddish yeah like didn't it develop similarly to how slang develops whenever a person from another country that speaks like for example south americans or or mm-hmm. Uh, Mexicans, if they move up to the United States, they kind of develop their own, almost like a dialect of the language that is different. Yeah. It's probably not as dramatically different as Yiddish is, though. Yiddish seems to be dramatically different than yeah. both languages. Um, I don't know. I I think, it, yeah, there's it's a fine line mm-hmm. with uh, that kind of stuff where it's like, what's a di- what stops being a, when does it stop being a dialect and, and become another language? language? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's easy to see something like, you know, um, Polish and Urdu and look at them and be like, those are completely two different languages. Mm-hmm. How can you have like a gray area here? It's like, yeah, but that's because you're picking from two parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Like if you keep going along the coat, keep going along the direction to get in there. Yeah. Like it's just a slow progression. Yeah. And then, of course, that dialect or whatever develops their own slang and that's when you have like new words yeah. and that kind of forms yeah. the language over time like yeet <laughs> <laughs> that's just oh, that that's so interesting what the people say yeet <laughs> just the uh <clears throat> the way that words are produced nowadays in our american vocabulary or i guess this would go beyond america since this is based off of social media um, yeah and social media is boundless it's not with you know it doesn't have those country borders or anything like that so everyone you'd probably go to india and say yeet and they'd know what you're talking about <laughs> like it's it's become true. i don't know if that's true dude it's become a universal language the popularity of things on things like tiktok because it's available to all countries even china um so i'm almost positive if you 
went to another country that you can't speak any other language, but if you said yeet it, they'll know what you mean. And they'll toss that <laughs> shit. Yeet it, bro. <laughs> they'll toss that shit. Yeet me that shit, bro. They'll be like, yeah, I get, I get this. They guy. can get part of it. Yeah, isn't that it makes crazy? sense? But isn't that crazy how it's like becoming a universally understood thing because of like social media? <laughs> What, yeeting or just like No, just, slang just like certain slang words and certain uh, words in general like that. Uh, what would you even call that? Would you call that automatopoeia? Yeet? <laughs> like, what is it? I wouldn't. I don't know. Because it's not really a, a, you know. Is it a sound? Like, what is it? <laughs> I, is it? It's only a sound now because yeah. we say it. Yeah. Well, Reese. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> But, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to think about how, uh, words and, and pop culture and everything like that is kind of going at this new pace due to social media and, and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cause before it was interesting the way that memes, cause I was watching this video about old commercials, um, the way that memes were created back in the day or the way that people gathered together around a common funny joke back in the day was through television or radio and their ads or whatever was popular. So like uh, a lot of the memes and things that people used to reference back in the day was due to commercials, funny and wild commercials, right? Um, Nowadays, we don't have that really anymore. Now it's like, we find whatever meme is going hot on the internet and we watch that like and that's what everyone's yeah. communicating with now but it's just it's moving at a much faster pace than it was before and uh yeah i think it's i think it's very interesting now now that you now that you mentioned it like i was looking at like uh me and my roommate were showing each other just old videos that we've just fucking like had we had like saved on youtube mm-hmm. like and in like our liked and like a lot of my liked videos from like 2007 and 2008 and stuff like that were were like yeah they were commercials like it was all like funny commercials that we all saw yeah yeah that's and we all like made memes of exactly so those were like the those were like the things back in the day yeah because there wasn't the meme back in those days was like what the freaking what's that raptor and the freaking stupid like troll heads and all that you remember that what you remember the troll heads no yeah the troll faces the ones, yeah, the weird ones with the fucking, um, what's it called? The ones with the weird hair. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really recall their hair, but I know um, what you mean by the troll heads, though. Troll faces, yeah. No, oh no, you're thinking, no, not those, not those. I know which ones you're thinking about. You're thinking about the children's toy. Um, yeah, I'm talking about back in the day with those. Uh, oh, the troll face, yeah, as in like the, the weird memes. big jaw guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the meme guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you had those. Sorry, I don't know why that was so hard for me to figure out. No, sorry. Right. You had those, and then you had the really stupid meme creator memes. Yeah, you know what I'm where it was about? like the philosopher. Yeah, philosopher. That's what it's called. Yeah, the philosopher and all that. And those were, those were not good. Those were not funny. But th- that was no, like the weren't. beginning of the meme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, now they've only now progressed. memes are just fucking Star Wars Episode Three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they just they gotten they've gotten crazy. The memes have gotten ridiculous. I see some weird shit on the internet. Yeah. But anyways, enough talk about memes. <clears throat> the bone top. So it's crazy that Rome like burned down, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know that happened. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, I learned something. So the I don't think they mentioned it in the film, but the reason they thought that he did it is because conveniently, after the fire happened, like this whole area of the city, he just like built um, what's it called? Uh, he he like built this giant palace to himself, like in from the in the area where the rubble was. That's mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. You're talking about uh, uh, Nero? Nero, so he survived yeah. past the fire for a while, then. Yeah, so the the fire happened, and then he did the fucking persecutions. Yeah, and then, yeah. Um, people were getting kind of cra- like annoyed because of how crazy he was. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was I think it was understood that it's like more of the western part of the empire weren't didn't care for him, but he did have a lot of support in the east. Uh-huh um so yeah but so they, like yeah that's when what's his name was like fuck it i'm just gonna be emperor now and decided to just declare himself emperor and try and go kill him which so what's his name killed himself mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy um and he built a big ass fucking palace for himself yeah, i'm trying to see asshole yeah obviously yeah not nothing nothing for them <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing for the people who suffered from it. Yeah, for the city's reconstruction, Nero dictated new and far-sighted building rules intended to to curb excesses of uh, speculation. Most likely, it was speculation of who caused the fire, perhaps fueling uh, a previous accidental fire, and uh, traced a new urban plan, which still can be discerned from the city's layout today. Uh, he re- rebuilt most of, most of the destroyed area uh, and had an ostentious... ostentious Give me a second. Ostentatious building complex that he referred to as the Domus Aurea, which is the golden house built uh, for his personal residence in the middle of the city. It was a massive fucking, like, golden house. Jesus Christ, dude. What a fucking terrible guy. Yeah, I know. What a prick. I know, dude. I'm glad he fucking died. But he killed himself. How many Roman emperors have done that? That's an interesting Google search. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think. Most of them died, you know, by getting killed. Killed themselves. Goddamn. Five emperors committed suicide. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just like becoming emperor knowing that one day you're probably going to be killed? I mean, I think some of them did just die of normal causes. Yeah, but it seems like those who did were not great. Oh, Augustus died from diarrhea. <laughs> That's a terrible way to die. I, I didn't get an article. I got a fucking PDF document of a fucking oh. like paper somebody wrote about this. Of like all the things that they died from. All these like ones that they died from. That's so weird. How the fuck do you die of diarrhea? Um, yeah Gaius Caligula was murdered by a sword Claudius was poisoned and then Nero was suicide Uh, Galba uh, was who declared himself emperor uh, and made you know kind of made Nero kill himself uh, was murdered and decapitated by his own soldiers Jesus oh sorry no just by soldiers just as by soldiers why put by soldiers it doesn't I don't. I could have guessed that. Damn. <laughs> um, then Otho, who was the next emperor for two months, 
and this this is during the the war of the four emperors <laughs> he killed himself with a dagger pussy so that's number two he didn't um, die with honor fucking vespasian the exact same thing fever and acute diarrhea what the fuck is happening why are all these emperors dying of shit in themselves <laughs> um trajan died of a stroke that's upsetting so sad well stroke okay antonius pius died from vomiting and fever after eating vomiting and fever so he got like really sick then huh wow hadrian tried to kill or uh committed suicide or tried to commit suicide interesting Average length of rule is 12 and, ha- and 12 and a half years. An average age of death for most emperors is 53, which is actually a lot older than I expected. That is pretty old. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, who is the guy uh, in Caligula? Which one? The guy in the beginning, the emperor in the beginning. Oh, Tiberius. Tiberius. If he was 50-something, man, he was a rough-looking 50-something. <laughs> Yeah. No, he was he died at 77. He was a really old emperor. Um, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and he looked it. Mhm. Yeah, he looked like actual death. Well, the thing that's upsetting is it might have been not that much makeup because apparently, I think we discussed it before, uh he was like going through a really rough time. Poor guy. Well, yeah, when he was when he was filming this, Peter O'Toole was. God, can you? It was imagine? a shame because he was a really clever individual. Yeah, can you imagine? A sharp cookie. Freaking filming, going on set that day, giving it your all, and then like watching the extended cut and being like, "Wow, this is <laughs> this is not good. Why was I in this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I always think? Uh, that that would be the worst part about being in a film is like afterward just being like, "That was a terrible idea." Wasn't it? Yeah. You- <laughs> Oh, well, like, what's his name in Star Wars? <laughs> oh, Alec Guinness? Yeah, that's so terrible. The thing is, that motherfucker says <laughs> that, an and asshole. he was in all three. I know, it's crazy. Which is something I forget about every time I rewatch the trilogy. He's just a dick. He's just yeah. a dick. And it's like, damn, I, yeah. dude, what the hell? And it's it's funny, because Ewan McGregor says like all these nice things about him uh, yeah. when he was taking the role. Dude, I cannot wait for the Obi-Wan series is going to come out so it's as good as the uh the the boba fett one what, what was that called again the the mandalorian the mandalorian it's as good as mandalorian then i'm going to be pretty satisfied but the fact that uh ewan mcgregor is reprising the role is something i really like um, mm. and he's starting to get he's starting to get older so he's he's almost reaching that age <laughs> he's almost getting to the point where i look at yeah exactly i think that's really cool um but yeah, I, I can't wait. And he does do show. a really good job. He does of copying Alec Guinness's like way of speaking. Yeah, but he, or at least the way that he spoke for Obi Wan. He adds his own spice to it, which I like. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, but it's also good considering that you know. Yeah, yeah, and I like that with. It. Okay, so a lot of people give the uh, first, uh, the the prequels a lot of shit, but like mm-hmm. the way that you watch. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan specifically progress. You can feel in the first one, he's not super knowledgeable. His wise, he's not wise yet. He's not there. Mm-hmm. He's kind of on the side of caution, which his character always kind of was. The second one, you could tell he's a lot more wise. By the third one, he, you know he's like 
god damn it, I know everything and I know what's gonna happen. And uh the all shit breaks loose and then uh Darth Vader happens. But uh yeah. <laughs> and then Darth Vader happens. Yes, yeah, Darth Vader happens. But um I just like Ewan McGregor's character, like he's yeah. fun to watch, definitely. So but uh No he is. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait to see how he redoes the role. And now since he'll be revisiting it it I just think it's gonna be interesting because he has the most connection to that character than anybody, so he should be doing a good job. And I look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I look forward I'm, to it. I'm hesitant. Well, look, like I said, they did really good with the Mandalorian. Like, really yeah, good. but let's let's just be a hundred percent honest. Mm-hmm. What's supposed to happen in the show? <laughs> okay, like so, he's gonna spend 19 years doing what? What do you mean, nineteen years? I think it's. I think this is supposed to take fresh after he relocates Anakin, or not Anakin, uh, then Luke. That would be nineteen years until the episode until episode four. Uh, yeah, he relocates Luke, right? Yeah, so Luke. And Luke is nineteen at the start of episode four. Yeah, so he does that before episode four. This is the time between episode four and episode three, mm-hmm. right? So he relocates yeah. him. Uh. Vader is... They're probably going to say Vader is looking for his children still. Uh, yeah. Cause but I thought he didn't know. He didn't, but I'm sure they're going to make a reference. Because he kind of does know, but he doesn't at the same time. No, because I thought he thinks that they died with Padme. He does, but he also does kind of know that they're out there. Like, he, he doesn't fully believe it. I think they explained that a little bit in episode 5? How he can feel okay. it? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that being a part of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I think they explain that shit, like, in it. Um, but anyway, uh, so I think that's how they're going to do it. It's going to be like Vader's still kind of reaching out there. Because you, do you think Vader would really give up? We're talking about Anakin here. You think he's going to really just believe what he hears and he's not going to do his fucking everything to find his children, even if someone told him they were dead? I mean, he's going through a really rough time at this point. Yeah, he's going through. He's probably at his absolute worst at this point, where he is at the peak of his power and at the peak of his uh, anger and hatred. I think mm-hmm. that's where he's at in this one. Um, so it, I, I look forward to seeing how they're going to do Vader because I don't. Yeah, but the thing is, he can't run into him. So the whole point is that, like. <clears throat> Vader would know, obviously, some shit's going down on on uh, Tatooine if he if he finds him there. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think Vader's gonna go. I don't think Vader's gonna be, uh, like meeting Obi Wan or meeting anybody. But I think he's gonna have yeah. scenes in the background. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Because like, I don't think they're gonna get James Earl Jones to reprise the the Vader voice, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge blow. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't think they're going to have Vader like actually doing a whole lot of talking or even a lot of acting. If they do, he's just going to be silent and just killing people. Well, if... Did they get James Earl Jones for? They got him for uh, Lion King. Rogue One. No, no, they. Uh... Oh, did they? I don't know if they did or not. I think they did, but they got okay. him for Lion King. Um, so like, he's still doing stuff. He's not. 
yeah. not doing anything. And he was in, uh, I think he was in. No, no, he wasn't. Never mind. But uh, he's <laughs> he's still doing he's still doing some stuff. Yeah, which is crazy because like he's old. Yeah, he's very old. But I don't know if he's going to be doing this. Uh, like I said, it, it's just the show. I don't know if it's enough to warrant the James budget. Earl Jones did. Re- did reprise his role as Darth Vader for the film. Which film? For uh, Rogue One. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Which is yeah. interesting, considering, first off, one of the things that pisses me off with the movie in general, because I don't like Rogue One. Um, you don't like Rogue One? One of the things that... Oh, it's fucking terrible. Oh, um, well, I thought it was fun. And, but one of the things that pisses me off is when they get to Mustafar, and Darth Vader shows up with what only looks like to me a fucking party city fucking darth vader costume like they they showed up to film that day and they just went like oh shit um we forgot we didn't get a darth vader costume quick somebody run to a costume store to get one the costume was that bad i don't remember that oh it looks terrible to me but he kills those guys pretty cool though it's a cool scene where you see the no, I'm not talking about that scene. I'm talking about the Mustafar scene. Oh, oh, oh! I don't remember. I don't remember how that. Yeah. Works. And then, um, I'm sorry. Can you hear this vacuum? A little bit. God damn it! Oh, hold on, hold on. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Okay. No, that's fine. So, yeah, I don't remember that scene too well. I haven't seen Rogue One. I think I've only seen it once. Yeah. Um, okay. But I remember it with fondness. It was like, a, it's a Star Wars heist movie, except everyone dies. Yeah. Which is <laughs> cool, I think. I think it's a nice yeah. change. Um, but basically, uh, they so they have uh, the that scene in Mustafar, and then on top of that, what pisses me off is it's possibly the worst like green screen green screen i've seen in a professional film ever oh, like no. it looks like if it looks like a fan made youtube video oh, and i no. shouldn't be watching that no. i shouldn't be watching that when i go to the theater i should be watching what looks like a fan youtube video version like star wars thing where they were like oh wouldn't it be cool if darth vader walked in in the scene and he just fucked everybody up because he's uh he's got a lightsaber and what if he so what if he like hit them with the lightsabers and then it would be really cool um and i'm like no yeah but you're not talking about <laughs> that scene where it's all the fog and he puts his lightsaber on right i mean that scene's pretty dumb as well but i like it it was pretty cool though i thought it was really badass i was like yeah killed I, I don't Bitches. I don't look for badass in films. <laughs> I look for well done and good and thought provoking and intriguing. <laughs> but Reese, you gotta look for the badass though if they're trying to be badass. Have fun with it. <laughs> no, yes. I don't have fun when I watch movies. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that's not what movies are for. <laughs> and what what would you use to describe, uh, fucking Mad Max? I didn't really care for Mad Max. The the new one. Yeah. I thought you liked it. I thought it was alright. I remember you saying it was seven. good. I gave it a seven. Ah, oh, dude, I thought you said it was way better than that. No, it's no. I've always kind of given it a seven. Thought it was alright. I thought you um, I could have swore that she yeah, gave it was, like a higher score than like okay. eight at least. No, I've never given it an eight. Yeah, I, I, if somebody pulls up the fucking you know like 
now suddenly they pull up a, a video of me or the like a quote for me being like oh i love mad max i gave it like an eight <laughs> but no i i genuinely only remember giving it a a, a seven ever oh, okay see <clears throat> i think that you know that movie was just okay in my opinion as well i think i would give it about a seven um it was a fun movie for sure um but what i like most about it is i feel like they used uh the actor correctly in the film um because to me he he can do a really good job in certain movies Mm -hmm. but uh give him anything more than just like you know that and i feel like he kind of falls flat he's not exactly a good actor motherfucking god damn it hold on (laughs) no problem Oh, goody. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I like I like fun, badass moments in movies. Because I feel like, uh, I feel like they have to be in there, you know, sometimes. Uh, depending on the movie that you're watching, you know? Yeah, so now, I mean, like, obviously there's badass moments in, uh, like, Avengers that I like. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like there's still kind of a point to them most of the time if I do like them. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, narratively satisfying. Oh, that's what you mean. It needs to yeah. fall within the narrative. It ne- there needs to be a point yeah. to the badassery. Exactly. That's because I mean, the I mean. only point to the scene in Star Wars in, is in just Rogue to One be is... Like, yeah, cool Darth Vader, lightsaber, gun, yeah. flash. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. For sure. I totally understand that. Um yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Uh, okay, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and I remember it quite fondly, though. Maybe I gotta watch it again. But um, yeah, dude, you know what? I, okay, so I, I, I wanted to talk about this, and I, now that we're at the okay. end of the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. everybody, if you want to follow along, you know, watch uh, Bone Tomahawk with us. We're gonna be doing that next week. Um, but yeah, now to step away from the movies for a second and just shoot the shit. Uh, I have been, I played through the entire Mass Effect trilogy. I finally bought the legendary, (laughs) finally bought the legendary edition and played through all of it. Uh, and I, I almost played through it all twice. Um, I did also notice that because I saw you on Mass Effect three on, on discord mm -hmm. And then, like, a couple days later, it was like, he's playing Mass Effect 2. I was like, is this motherfucker going through it again? Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> uh, I went through the first time, uh, not full Renegade, but, uh, you know, almost pretty much full Renegade. But, you know, I I normally do Femshep with uh, short hair and, you know, short red hair yeah. and Renegade. That's normally how, that's how I see, that's how I see Shepard. That's how I've always designed her. That's how I've always seen her. It's like real yeah. butch, freaking short red hair lesbian. <laughs> that's how I've always seen her, and so that's her character in, in my head canon, is that's what she is. Um, so every time I've ever played the game, she's been that, and normally she's been renegade. So I played through that, except I did it a little different. I decided to go through as what is it, Vanguard or Sentinel, the one that gives you charge okay. where you like blink over to the dude and punch him. 
Oh yeah, the it's like it's called charge. It's like or yeah, yeah, it's like you you're a biotic, but you use your biotic to like basically be a Krogan. Yeah, exactly. You you bust up in. The, you know what I hate though? They don't automatically give that class barrier as well, so you always have to spec it mm. later because barrier saves my damn life. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I just die after I charge in the middle of like ten dudes. <laughs> and they all just shoot the fuck out of me, and I'm like ah, and then I'm like trying to melee, but I keep missing. <laughs> and it's like ah, goddamn it. So I have to spam charge to get my shield back, um, but yeah. So it's a that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, you're right. The first Mass Effect they did a lot of changes and it's a lot better. Yeah. It's so much better. The interface and everything is so much better. I like it a lot. Um, well, I think it. So it is a lot better, but there's still a lot that I probably didn't, um, like notice in terms of. Oh shit! I just smacked my fucking mic. Mm-hmm. mic. <laughs> um. There's probably a lot of stuff that I didn't notice in terms of gameplay change yeah. because I've always ever played it on the Xbox, whereas this is my first time playing on the computer. Mm-hmm. So there's always a chance that, yeah, I uh, didn't kind of experience that side of the the changes. Well, gameplay wise, I know they uh, they balanced a couple of powers and stuff mm-hmm. like that just to make them not as OP. Oh no, I'm good, thank you. Uh, they balanced um, some of the powers to not make them yeah, as overpowered or anything like that, but it, yeah. it is pretty easy to get pretty overpowered in that game. Um, yeah. Thing is, well, if you start doing enough side missions that you level up before you start doing any any of the other things, you just you overpower it. Well, the game, pretty much the way that it's done, has almost all the missions available to you from the beginning, minus yeah. the last one. The, there's two missions you can't do right from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, and it's, it's and that's uh, Vermeer. Vermeer mission. And then the one right after that. Only, no, no. Yeah, and then the one after that. Yeah. Those are the only two missions you can't do immediately, but uh, yeah, that's it. Like, the game is based off of, like, exploring planets and doing the side mission stuff uh, in your journal, which I think the, the way that they do the journal tracking in the first game is much better than the other two. Oh yeah. yeah, the journal in the first game is is great. The other two, uh, Mass Effect Two has a decent one. It is but, better um, in Mass Effect Two, but Mass Effect Three, goddamn, I could not find yeah, like no, half the shelves. I'm like, not a clue what I'm supposed to be doing right, right? now. Right, like, where things. the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but the journal in Mass Effect One is the best version of the journal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's. I, I thought it was a lot of fun, and they just basically did the HD texture pack essentially, and then they revamped the UI to look like Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect mm-hmm. Three. They all had like very very similar UIs throughout the rest of them, which I thought was cool. But uh, yeah, dude, I had a blast going through that. It was a lot of fun, and then on my second playthrough, um, it was it was it felt like a drag <laughs> doing it back to back like that it felt like an absolute drag. i used to do that yeah well because i didn't want to go through and just sit there and explore every single planet because it was like in the grand scheme of things like it's pointless to go through the planets and do those little side quests that are very tedious because they don't give you a lot yeah. of experience and you don't really need to get that high level because you become overpowered pretty quickly in yeah. in the game, um, they changed the leveling system to be like a thirty uh, level thirty level leveling system versus a sixty mm-hmm. level leveling system. So they made that a little different. I don't really know how that affected it, but I've only played on the new revamped thirty level system. Um, but yeah, like they. This is for your whole career. Uh, no, this is just for the first game. 
Um, okay. But yeah, I don't... Because I think you can get to level 60 in the second game if you import your character. No, you can get to level 60 in the uh, in the third game. In the okay. second game, it only goes to level 30. Okay. Um, so yeah, but... Uh, I think the most I've ever gotten Mass Effect 1 is like level 15 anyway. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, I got much higher than that. I got all the way up to like 25 or some shit. 26 I think was the max... I got up. Yeah, I, there's not. It's not often that I do. Like uh, next time I play Mass Effect, I'll probably do a little bit more Mass Effect One. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucked up, and I also forgot that like uh, Mass Effect One doesn't have a a, a post game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, there was like a few things I was like, I'll do that afterward. Yeah, you can't. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You pretty much um, got to start a new game. So I just jumped into Mass Effect 2, but the next time I play it, because of all the revamp and all the niceness, I, I might stick on Mass Effect 1 for a while. Yeah, my first... And try and level up pretty high. My first playthrough of Mass Effect 1, I pretty much... Uh, I knew exactly what... Uh, well, no, I didn't know anything, actually. I just 100%ed it and made sure not to do the... You know what I did on accident? I did... I went and killed the Matriarch Benezia before yeah. getting Liara. And oh, I didn't yeah. realize that I forgot that that was her mom, and I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it! I didn't get the cool cutscene with her being sad about her mom." <laughs> yeah, because I just killed her mom in front of her. Yeah, yeah. I always bring Liara for that mission, even though, like, uh, yeah, I love Liara. I, I... Um, she's way more useful in like the third game, but mm-hmm. yeah, the first game it's mostly Tally and Garrus. Those are like my main freaking people right there tali is super Rex and garris it's the boys every time but tali she has a because you, you have to really spec into like electronics or something like that for garris or mm-hmm. or for uh or for um Rex. yeah so i always yeah. what i do is i, I make tali's like encryption really high exactly yeah and then if i run into anything that makes me have to do that i just go back into the normandy and then land on the planet again <laughs> with, with i just keep t- anything that involves the vehicle i just bring tali because yeah. it just makes it easier. She also heals your vehicle a lot faster too. Okay. Yeah. So, in case you get into those thresher mall fights and you're like, "Shit, I keep dying." <laughs> Fucking hate those thresher mall fights, man. <laughs> See, if you brought Tali along, she she heals your vehicle a lot more and quicker. Yeah. So, uh, she's really useful in the vehicle, uh, and that's because of her Corian machinist or whatever thing um, increases your vehicle health and repair or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I always bring Tali whenever I'm in the vehicle exploring planets, and she, your main enemy is the Geth too, so she's really useful with going yeah. against Geth. So Tali and Garrus, that's normally what I go for. Um, if if I know that I'm not going to be using the vehicle, I go Tali and Liara because Liara or not Garrus and Liara because Liara's Liara's Bay. I did not romance Tali at all <laughs> this time. Um, I went with Liara because I wanted to do somebody that I can. Uh, that I can stay with through all three games. And Liara is kind of the only one. Because, uh, you know what I found out? What'd you find out? You can't romance Garrus in the first game. Yeah. That's bullshit. I think Liara is the only character who is, uh, like, you can have, um, was it that one? I don't, I think in the first game, I thought there's even a chance the first game had no gay interactions at all back in the day 
Um, technically, the only gay interaction you can have is with Liara because she is perceived as female. Yeah. So technically, she's the only one that you can be. I had the with. greatest time explaining to my roommate the <laughs> bit in. I think I told you this. Oh, what about the, the bit court, in Mass Effect Two court, where the, uh, Asari? Yeah, yeah, the the Asari essentially just appear as whatever you would find attractive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a huge plot hole though. Yeah. Like they honestly probably yeah, shouldn't true. have added that because it just kind of confused things. Yeah. Because. That means no one but the Asari can make clothes for the Asari. Also, that's a good point. What about statues? If a human yep. makes an Asari <laughs> statue, that would mean that. And you see statues of Asari in Mass Effect Three. Yeah, you would see you Thess, yeah. exactly. Like, what if Turians made an Asari statue? It would look like a Turian, <laughs> not a human. So I think we would. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a big plot hole. So I mean, it's cool to think about. It's a cool little side thing, but it's not. It's not canon. It can't be. <laughs> no, it's canon. It can't be, dude. It can't be. It, there's, it's just impossible. <laughs> no. But it, it is a cool idea, though. Um, but yeah, when I was going through... Oh, did when you played through it, did you have all the DLCs? I heard on release yeah. they didn't have all DLCs. No, all the DLCs were there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, where the DLCs really count is in Mass Effect 2, because, like, get like three or four more freaking companions it's ridiculous yeah it's the the and the main problem with them is and i'm kind of glad that i never purchased them to begin with is they're cool for a bit and then it's like you don't actually add much like like i don't i'm losing all the like little interactions that people would give when they're here because you don't say anything actually that's not true um what do you mean the 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 dlc characters do say a lot um in the interactions it all depends on what character you bring in with you um for example when you go to get garrus for the first time in omega if you Mm -hmm. bring that dlc character that that australian dude (laughs) he's not australian he's british is he british he sounds australian to me yeah he's voiced by uh this oh yeah what's his name (laughs) zaid yeah so zaid that's the guy yeah if you bring him to go get archangel or garrus he actually talks to the blue suns because he was the leader of yeah of someone i think he was the leader of the blue suns yeah yeah so you do get some dialogue you get kind of a lot of dialogue That's from zaid actually kind of it from z no you get more than that he actually uh, like i've literally even watched things that have said that one of the biggest complaints for dlc characters in mass effect is that they don't add anything to conversations well what's her name the the, the or they don't add enough the spy chick the doesn't say a lot yeah she says nothing yeah. and you can't even talk to her she just sits in a fucking yeah you can't you room can't and goes Huh? Yeah, you can't talk to her or Zaid. They yeah. just kind of just go, okay. She sits in a room going, I like paintings. I stole that thing that one time. Exactly, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Zaid, he, uh, I think he says more than the other ones. I think he probably says the most. Yeah, I took him along because he said funny things all the yeah, time. Yeah, he does. He says the like, funny things. He's a bit more of an asshole, but, like, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Love a good asshole. And then... <laughs> And then uh, he's actually quite competent in combat, so yeah. he's really, really good. 
No, I enjoyed bringing him along because he was a he was a good kind of fighter. Yeah, if I um, had a heavy combat which... situation, mm -hmm. I brought him and uh, Miranda because, dude, you can't beat the fact that she gives the entire squad like a twenty percent bonus to damage. Yeah, that's insane. However, and she's a biologist. Generally, in Mass Effect Two, I go with um, what's it called? Um. Garrus and Grunt, because I still just want to play as the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Grunt. I like Grunt a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's literally just all all three Mass Effect games, except for this playthrough, because I played I had Zaid and Garrus a lot. Um, but most of the time, I, it's always Garrus and the Krogan. <laughs> <laughs> Garrus. And then, you know, when it gets to Mass Effect 3, and I'm like, and it's just Garrus and Rex the whole time, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Wait, how do you get Rex as a companion? Well, not the whole time, but like, you know, on the in the mission, when you're on Tachanka and you're doing those missions, I always oh. make sure to bring Garrus with me. So that my, my squad is the two of them, and I'm like, it's the boys. In the third game, you can't get a Krogan, can you? No. Um, they give you... What do they give you as your tank? No, I mean permanently. Oh, permanently? Yeah, you can't get him as a companion permanently. Yeah, not permanently. No. He's he's available in one of the DLCs for like a second. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I had him as my companion in that. He's really good. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Citadel DLC? Yeah, that was a cool DLC, dude. That is the most fun I think I have had playing that game in a very long time. Yeah. It was incredible. Because I've never played it before. Me neither. I never played this it. It was all brand new. Yeah. And I know a lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was a bit too silly. They didn't like it. But I thought it. it was exactly... Yeah, some people thought it was too silly. What? I guess with the party and all that, it was a little silly. And the fact that Shepard was a clone. Okay, I could understand why it was silly. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's literally just going... Like the whole time is, ah, oh, did you know that Shepard is this Shepard is better because he has friends. I mean, <laughs> listen, it was Ocean's Eleven, but Shepard style, and it was freaking yeah. um, what's it called? Uh, I liked how they made their little jokes. You know, it was a little lighthearted. It also gave you more combat readiness too. Mm. Um, but uh. The, like I like the jokes where they were talking about alright who do you want to take with you on this uh, mission and then after you choose someone you, you had the other characters be like alright cool I never get picked and it's like because <laughs> most people stick to like you know a specific select few um, mm -hmm. so I thought that was kind of funny like fucking what's her name the, the bitch um, uh, Ashley god she's such a bitch sometimes I don't know why I saved her <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, I got a, a phone message. Oh, it's about shit that I technically should be doing. No. Oh. All right. Do we gotta? Do we gotta go? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's been yeah, about. We'll call it here. We've just been talking about video games because I was excited about it. But, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I started playing Cyberpunk again, and I'm having a great time. So that's where I left off. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did see. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't care what people say about it. Oh, it's bad. It's mm. glitchy. It's not game breakingly glitchy it's mm -hmm. it's fun though i i have a great time playing through it multiple times and yeah. it is fun it's a lot of fun if you get a as chance long Reese, as you're having fun buddy listen if you get a chance to buy it for cheap do it and okay. it's fun it's fun i think you'd have a good time playing it my only gripe is that you can't have mm -hmm. companions but if you could that game would be so much better 
But anyway. <laughs> uh yeah thank you guys for listening to us talk about bullshit and uh maybe a little bit about a movie <laughs> uh, it was good i like i think it. we did a decent amount of the movie it was one of those where like we kind of said before it was good and so we both kind of just went yeah it was good yeah yeah exactly and then that kind of that was it. sometimes it's better when they're when it's like divisive or when it's either incredibly bad or you know, that's amazing, at, like over the top amazing. Christ, that's why I want to watch God's Not Dead. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening. Right, and that's uh, so, anyway. Oh, Bone Tomahawk snack free. Bye. <laughs>